All right, everybody, My welcome God. to... Uh, yeah, I, that theme song is just... It, it's fantastic. I, it, it speaks for itself, doesn't it? All right, welcome to another episode of Three Brews In, where we are, Three Brews In, by our bylaws, of Justin's beer. So we, are, we have drank three beers. We're going to drink three more as we talk about baseball, brewers in particular, pop culture, all sorts of dumb shit today. My two small penis friends have joined me today, Justin and Travis... <laughs> that's that a statement that's do? a statement never uttered <laughs> I, I think i've opened with that before but it was worth revisiting uh <laughs> your mom revisits my tiny penis all the time <laughs> <laughs> oh that's 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 a microcosm you know, of us uh. <laughs> we, st- we started with our song though and i know i've mentioned it before but you know led zeppelin gets such credit for lyrics and rush and all of these others it's like i don't think they have anything on no, us no no they don't can i can i say an apology right yeah. off the bat for uh last week's episode in the fluster of trying to get the lost episode put up and possibly some consumption of uh adult alcoholic beverages I completely forgot to put our theme song at the beginning of the episode, so I really apologize to the seven people that listened to this. Noticed. Three of them are us, but it, it's funny because I had a birthday about a week ago, and I got a text from a college buddy of mine. He said, "Hey, happy birthday, buddy! Listen to the podcast all the time. I love Tom's uh, song at the beginning." So he probably tuned in to that lost yeah. episode and, and and felt cheated by by I'm- you not. Putting that up there. Can I start so. it twice this this episode? I, I don't think so. Is it just I, once? I think fine. just once is enough. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we're uh, once we're, isn't enough for your mom. Well, there we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're all right. We're gonna get into it this week. We've got baseball to talk about. We have Brewers trades once again to talk about. God damn it! You know what? It's a curse. When we start mentioning people that we really like on this podcast, they get traded away. Right? Oh God, you're so right. Um, and, and we're we're gonna dunk on one of our favorite guys, Tony Larusa, this week, <laughs> and uh, and we're also gonna well, dunk. Maybe not. Maybe everybody will dunk. Maybe not everybody. Oh. Get off my lawn! Right? Yeah. We'll we'll talk about uh, how old we are and. Things that make us angry based on our age, and yeah, we we got a lot of stuff to talk about, and it, it should be a good time. But we'll hit our normal stuff, uh, and like Justin alluded to, a, a new segment on Get Off My Lawn, and a whole bunch of good stuff. So, and our um our at our good news athlete mm-hmm. segment that I'm really really looking forward yeah. to. Probably, probably overdue, right? Absolutely, it is, and I swear to God, we're going to do this every week because just the research on this. The, and oh, the, by the way, in doing the research, I had committed a couple three to memory over the years, and it's like, wow, there's a ton of it. The, and they need and they need the credit, and they don't. They do, and they don't get it. Get it. it it's <clears throat> weird how how because just googling like good work that athletes do, you yeah. find you find it. It's out there, but it's on very little of the big. Yep. The, the the big media. Well, it's the, the, the old shit. The old shits yeah. and the asshole moves sell. 
It, it's that simple. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because I think you probably could move the needle the other way by talking about that kind of stuff. But, you know, it, it is what it is, I guess. Part of the media. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Justin, you got the beer this week. You want to talk about it? I do have the beer this week. And in my quest for uh, finding a beer this week, I have recognized that we have not yet uh, consumed a beer from Lightning Kugels, which... I'm not surprised because we, we want to venture either. out a little bit. Yeah. But I am a little surprised since it's probably the largest beer brewing company based in Wisconsin in the state. So Well, it's not bigger than Miller. Well, but Miller isn't okay, Miller is is Miller, but we're not I'm not gonna pull we're not any of us are gonna pull Miller Light or any of the Miller products yeah. in here. It's not a craft brewery. And that's the thing. Doesn't Lineys does it almost like blur the lines of craft beer It's and really like, close because you know what, fifteen years yeah. ago you talked to us and it's Lineys is the craft brewery, but then all of a sudden it gets built up. Uh, bought out by miller and now you've got some distribution going on in milwaukee as well and yeah you get the blurred line but yeah you know just because we're in the chippewa valley i'm surprised we hadn't touched on lineys yet Well, because it's overlooked you just like don't think about it because they have what two cases or two coolers full of it at at woodman's and hundred different types well so in the search of that i looked and you know, you could pick like the regular lineys or summer shandy or all the things that everybody drinks, and then this one popped up, and I have never seen a lineys IPA. The, I remember a red IPA. I see, and I don't remember that. Okay. So, the, so I I saw this lemon haze IPA by Lenny Googles. Um, uh, apparently, Travis had tried this a couple months ago, and yeah, yeah, uh, and the, knew about uh, it. At the, but, at the... At, at the, the Liney's Lodge here mm-hmm. or up in Chippewa, uh, Chippewa Falls. This is an India Pale Ale with natural lemonade flavor. So my guess is this is like a... Natural lemonade? Wait, read that again. With natural lemonade flavor. Really? Mm-hmm. Lemonade? Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you, my, you my guess is... It. There's no doubt. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. My guess is this is a combination of an IPA and Summer Shandy. Is there any two beers that don't go together more than Summer Shandy and an IPA? Oh, no. They're I, completely... I I love it. Yeah. No, and th- this is low. This is a 4.9 on the on It's the a 4.9. And yep. this is, this. if there is a summer IPA, this is a summer IPA. And That's not really what IPAs are geared for. Right. right. No. And they say it, it lemon haze IPA, and it doesn't look, it looks more like a regular IPA than a hazy, because yep. it's not yeah. as. It looks like a I mean, New England IPA. It, it sort of is. I mean, you can't, you're not going to look at it and put. Say, ah, I can balance a quarter on top of that. I, I gotta right. believe the bitter units are pretty damn low on it. It was 20, I think, oh, or it's 25. Low, yeah. Hold on, I'll, I had it up. I'll, I'll take that's what you said. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll take a look real quick, but um, it, you know, initial thoughts. I'm, I'm, well, a big we've fan drank of about this. three of them right now, and I'm telling you, coach, this is really good. IBU is I'm 40. So oh, that's, a little, that's a little higher than I would have thought. Yeah. So yeah. for an IPA, this is a this is a summer IPA. Like you're you're not going to sit and drink this at zero degrees. But I mean, we'll get into it later. But no, I, 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 I want oh, yeah, this. I, mean, that's a, that's a I good want this with. like on my porch in a hot mm-hmm. summer day. This mm-hmm. is refreshing, which most IPAs are not that sort of quenching sort of. Not what they're designed for. No. Uh, this. You know what. And maybe I say this. I'll, you know what? I'm gonna save it for later. Yeah, save it. Okay. For, don't don't let me forget my uh, summer shandy quote. Okay. Oh. All right. Sounds good. Well, let's get into it a little bit. Why don't we uh, go to our bread and butter and talk about the brewers a little bit? Um, the b- big story, and I remember my jaw dropping when I got the alert on the <laughs> phone, was 
the Willie Adamas trade. And quite honestly, it wasn't that we traded for Willie Adamas. It was who we gave up that kind of made me go gulp uh, a, a, a little what? bit. Um, <laughs> it wasn't just Adamas that we got. It, it was Richards or Richardson. Richardson. I don't even know his first name. He I, pitched today. He gave up a run or two. I, he's a throw-in, I'm sure. But this was big arm. It's a big arm. Former starter, middle relief guy. Yeah, but what what they you know, gave you know, with Fireheisen and, and Rasmussen. Yes, they uh, gave up two stud bullpen arms. The thing is, yeah, and, and Rasmussen stud, stud they overachieved this year. They they Except absolutely have. That's, That's probably more accurate. Fireheisen is overachieved, and he's not a young pup. He's no. 28 years old or something. Yeah. Um, and Rasmussen is young, but he's gone through Tommy John. He's got a good arm, but he hasn't. There's no history. There's no pedigree with There's not, and them. he hasn't really performed. I think his ERA was in it the was, upper fours or just over yeah, five. It, was it wasn't It wasn't great. He, they put him in in a couple clutch situations, and he choked. And he choked, yeah. So I, I think they felt, well, like what I saw, like the, the descriptions, like both teams traded out of positions of strength, yes. which the Brewers have strength in their bullpen, and they can give up people. And the, and the Rays, mm-hmm. too, they're loaded. I saw like some, like six of their top, like, Thirty prospects are middle infielders. Yeah. Let me let me let me bring this up, and only because I'm not going to use it. But we do statements never uttered. I was thinking yesterday when I was preparing. It's like, nope, I've never been part of the Rays organization. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't? Yeah, it's like, how do they keep coming up? It's like you'll just watch any baseball game. I got drafted seventh round by the Rays. Rays. Whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost like this rite of passage. Right. You, it, you have it, to be it's a, a it's a baseball factory that they're running there. But don't they do an incredible it's, job? They with, do with what their purpose and is and, and, and how, how good their farm system is. Not only did they trade their starting oh. shortstop, there's their num- the number one prospect yeah. in all of baseball is uh, Wander Franco. Mm-hmm. Who's the heir apparent yeah. short? They didn't call him up after this. It's right. like, no, 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 we'll call up our other top shortstop prospect. Who I forget his name. They'll, but they'll never tell you exactly what their business model is because at the end of the day, you have to tell the fans we're putting together a champ. Right. But it's like, my goodness, that is. Uh... And you know what? They they go to World Series more often than the Brewers. Dude, they go absolutely. to World they're, Series they're, more often than a lot of teams do. Right. Yeah. They're, so they're doing something with no one coming to their. Dump warehouse of a of a ballpark, either. right? So they're doing it right. Well, they do price. have the livable weather down there, but then again, it's not like an NFL play player that doesn't want to go to Buffalo. I I understand, but right. Um, but what? So here's the thing: like, don't expect like Fireheisen and Rasmussen to go down to Tampa and like flame out or anything because they won't. Because Tampa no. knows how to handle their right. relievers. If they'll be lights out, I'm sure down there they'll thrive. They'll be just fine. Yep. What just what worries me and just. I don't know, it just bugs me about this trade to begin with, is there's no way this trade, no matter what David Stern says, there's no way this trade is made if uh, Luis Urias had no. grabbed on the shortstop. No, they said, oh, no. We were, I disagree. We were talking to, you You disagree with I that? disagree. You know what this You're is? Wrong. You know what this is? Hmm. It's because a combination of Urias, yeah, I understand, maybe it's because he hasn't, um, been that uh, stud shortstop that they expected. Mm-hmm. It also has to do with Travis Shaw not producing mm-hmm. because Urias can go over to third base and play a third base and play it well. Shaw, if Shaw was batting three hundred and was leading the league in home runs, there'd be zero chance oh, that this trade happens. Yeah. Shaw isn't do, isn't doing uh, well. Shaw is. Yeah, but they, but they can't they can't expect like Urias to step in and be a third baseman because he's not what. 
He's been playing well. Did you watch today's game? I understand. I understand phenomenally, but they're not going to slot him into third base as like this is our third baseman because he doesn't have the power. He's the bat's not there. You've got to have a bat at third base. I I just don't think they see him as now we can move Urias to third base. He's he's a utility infielder that they can put in at third base. They can put him at second base to spell Colton Wong at any time because Colton Wong has a utility now guy. But he's he's an everyday guy. He I will still play think every that if, if day. Shaw was was playing well, I still think they made that trade based on Urias just dropping the ball when he got mm. handed the. the well, he had, a, he had a couple multi-air games, yeah. but that, that didn't bring him he you know to near the top of the National League air list or Mm-mm. whatever. But yeah. he, I think, what they sensed in the clubhouse, and I, I trust you know Council and the others, where it's like okay. Maybe the second error happened because of the first one. Sure. You know, kind of the right. cornerback, the yep. short memory thing. And I think there were some things that just, oh, boy. Well, yeah. and, and Stearns, Stearns and Council both said they were looking and they were trying to trade for him in the offseason. They yeah, were trying to trade for him late last year. But I think that may have involved, like, in our, when they were looking to move Arcia. It, right. You know, I think that's a trade maybe they would have preferred to make. To bring Adamus in, who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Well, one way I, or another. Can, can we talk just a little bit about t- today and Adamus? Sure. One one game doesn't make a career, mm-hmm. but if if the folks haven't, uh, by the way, we're recording on um, on Thursday the game four of the the Padres um, series where the Brewers did split. Adamus had a, a well a career day in his very short uh, career. Uh, four for five, I believe. Mm-hmm. If I'm yes. wrong, I apologize for that. Had a big three-run homer that's still going up. <laughs> and I think that the, the coolest thing about it was a play that kept the game 5-5 after yeah, yeah after a Manny Machado hit for all the world looked like it was going to be a, a, another run scoring. Great relay from uh, uh, Bradley. Right, from Bradley to, um, to Adamas and a beautiful throw to home and uh, threw out Hosmer. Who, um, according to Bob Euchre, and I didn't know this, he said he didn't think he was going to be sent and might have slowed up a little bit. So mm. it might have been a little bit of uh, base running. I don't know that, but at the end of the day, he uh, he made a perfect throw. And this was this is one of those games where God forbid, and who knows where we will be. I I think we're going to talk a, a little in a little bit about just really kind of the, I think in a lot of our opinions the. Um, the dire straits where we're in big picture, but that, that's just say that you you're making a run for a wild card. This is a game you look back at and say, okay, yep, really one guy made the difference in this game, right? Yep, and um, I understand he could go over the next twenty two and and whatnot, but uh, he showed a little bit of flash. He showed a little bit of maybe just maybe. He 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 belongs here. Maybe what they I, got their shortstop thing. Well, you you really, don't know, right? You right. can't, but because you know. As pitchers get more looks at you and whatnot, you're not you're not looking for your shortstop to be Cal Ripken or Jeter necessarily. You want really good defense and a guy that well, that can. Um, and he started showing that glove at the beginning of the series. He was making plays that mm-hmm. were spectacular. Yeah, and make make all the make all the ones you're supposed to make in the. Yep. You know, and and, uh, a and lot of the hard wasn't ones. Doing that. He's, <clears throat> no, and and what I really like about Sauce Tatis throw the ball around. This is a guy where yeah. you know, if you're really looking at defense, mm-hmm. yeah. Adamus was batting prior to today in the upper 100s in batting average with the Brewers. Yes, 
His on-base percentage was 400. Yeah, yeah. So he walks. How many plate appearances did he have prior to today? Do you know? Uh, I think it was well, in the Well, 30s. he came to... It's, it's, well, it's, it's not so your it's, Hira, who we'll talk about in a bit, and your, and your Shaw and your other guy's Kane sample size. I mean... No, and, well, and it when was, you're in 30, no, 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 but when he got traded to the Brewers, he was still hitting under 200. Yeah, he was under under 200 for the season. Yeah. But his on-base percentage for the season was over 400. Yeah. Right. Like, so he, he sees the ball well. And, and that, that shows, like, maybe it's a lot of bad luck shots. And yeah, he's and he, he's got a little bit of a track record because he's been their starting shortstop for two years. So, or they're, or whatever, so, they're, so, yeah. they're, so they're talking about, and I, I'm guessing this had come out prior, but the Schroeder's talking about how he had a real problem down in Tampa mm-hmm. with um, with seeing a pitch ball, and it became so silly. They were actually joking about it. Yeah, it helps if you see the ball right out of the pitcher's hand. He says, here's your home park, and you're not seeing it because of lighting as well as yeah, other parks. Sure. So his, park. his, his small sample size in Milwaukee is, I like this place. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Oh, and they, they were looking. They were talking about it during the the. Uh, LA Sports uh, broadcast when today. That happen, by the way. This, year, this year, this year, this uh, year. His his splits between yeah, his splits <laughs> between uh, home and away are crazy. It yeah. was crazy. It was like under one hundred at home and over three hundred away. Yeah. It so was maybe a nuts. change of scenery is, well, it, is you know, good for him. You know, bottle that a little bit and maybe just maybe. Well, it's, it's for real. And yep. Well, and what what I think they replaced too, because what what did you talk about with with Arcia? Was that locker room presence and the dugout presence? Yes. Adamus is a huge locker room guy. Huge. Well, how old Walking is he? with a smile. Oh, he's got to be young. He's 20s. young. I mean, he's twenty five because he's still got. He's just getting into his arbitration year. Yeah. So this he's, is his he's, first year of arbitration after the season. Right. Yeah. So they've got a few years to con- control. I'll look it up. But, him, but that's what they were talking about the first day that he came in. They asked him uh, uh, post game press conference they asked him about his smile and how he thinks that um his smile and his demeanor brighten the clubhouse and you know i don't i don't know how it was beforehand but um i just smile i go out there and have a good time yeah Yeah. you can tell he's He's got a Freddie Peralta-ish personality. Well, you no, know, you he, know no, no, he's no, got. No. He's got a, he, yes, because he took yeah. the number. It's Carlos Gomez. Yes. He wore Carlos's go, uh, Carlos Gomez's number as a tribute to him. He that's like somebody so, he looks up to because he that's played with Gomez in Tampa. Yep, and twenty-five years old. Gomez yes. gave gave his like approval. Like the yep. Milwaukee's going to love this guy. Yes. And, and all that. So yeah. and and he was talking about obviously El Garcia being his older brother because they yep. both played together and yep. they played in Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, exactly. Again, because you have to play. I wonder if yep. we could have a stint in Tampa. One <laughs> Probably of us could. Uh, just right. roll down there and just you know fill it out on an online app. What? Well, I just can I can I add everybody <laughs> had a shot down here. Yeah. <laughs> can I add something about this trade before sure. we move on? Um, there has been a lot of um, comments on the social media, on uh, a whole bunch of other stuff about, oh, they didn't have to make this trade if they went to trade it Orlando Arcia. Arcia mm-hmm. still has a career mm-hmm. negative war, and guess how many games he's played in the major leagues uh, since he's been traded to Atlanta? Three. Zero. Shut up. He hasn't Zero. gotten an appearance. He's been in AAA Gwinnett since he was traded. He's been at AAA. Yep, he hasn't been up. Really? Yep. Wow. Yeah, there there are people that spend their entire lives looking at this that maybe do no more than the average baseball person. Right. Orlando Arcia, probably you can fuck a great up, guy. but that that's not just yep. write it off as they never considered it. Right. Yeah. You know what everybody <laughs> you, don't, you don't send a guy packing just because like I don't know. 
Yeah. Yep. For trivial great, reasons. Great, great locker room guy. Real fun to watch. Mm. Real, you know, except didn't produce. Didn't produce. Yep. Got to produce. Some business. But, 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 if you're, but if you're like an RCA guy, you remember the occasional big hit. The, yep. the, the, the whatever. It's like, okay, yeah, great. And, the, great. and the, we're not, but but that's, there is more There is more to it. There's it, more to the it. Regular, it's more of the entire package. Yep, so. the regular spectacular play he'd make, and then the duff of the mundane, everyday right. play that and, he would. And what, what do they always say? If you listen to the fans, as a front office person, if you, you will listen to there. the fans, you'll be sitting with them. Yep. And that's a great thing. So, yep, just, yeah. All right, um, why don't we... Do something fun here. You want to do something fun? I should, think so. Should we... Why don't we dunk on our least favorite state? Yeah. Why don't we... Minnesota is total bullshit. Yeah. So we started this uh, last episode because Minnesota's bullshit. We hate everything about mm-hmm. Minnesota. And Travis, you expressed some regret about some things that we didn't cover when we were just bagging on Minnesota because they're fun. They're a punching bag and they're right. idiots. So would you like to uh, start this off on well, why we hate Minnesota? Yeah, I mean... We did not cover the beer, right? The three-two beer. Yes, we did. We did. Well, we covered what, what that. What was it? Help me out. It I was, was little... driving in the left-hand lane. Oh God, damn it! Yes. I'm sorry. I I thought we somehow forgot the three-two beer. Do you want to cover that? Do you oh, want me to talk? Oh, about no, I want to cover it. Okay, I don't good. even know if I need to, because if you live anywhere in the Midwest, and God forbid you've driven to Minnesota, like I have a lot, <laughs> or their fucking airport. <laughs> Minnesota Plate gives you a 50 to 75% left lane in the passing lane at or under the speed limit. I don't know if they teach it. I don't know if it's a middle finger to everybody else because they might be making some statement that says here in Minnesota, this is we do it because we can and we should and it's culturally appropriate or whatever. Everybody knows it. It is amazing because I remember growing up, I mean, to the Going back to getting my license 34, 35 years ago, Minnesota people stay in the passing lane and they block you. Yeah. And it's like, why they, hasn't they that ever changed? There. They do. Yeah. So um, that's the one thing I want to cover, and that's that's low-hanging fruit that somehow, someway we all, we all forgot. Mm-hmm. But you sent an inter- interesting uh, link. Oh. And I wrote her name down, Josh. It was Taylor Gores, G-O-E-R-S. Mm-hmm. And old Taylor exemplified everything so she writes this article basically talking about how great minnesota is but then mentioning why other people don't like it and they make fun of it so to summarize taylor makes everybody's point but in this sarcastic humorous way it's like no no this is why we don't like you she, right. Can she, you summarize that? So for she me? framed it as ten reasons why Minnesota sucks. Right, but and, and she listed all these oh, the 10 restaurants reasons, and the culture. And, but every reason was she was trying to be sarcastic right. and tried to frame it as, oh, but we're so awesome, and yeah. it was so clumsily written. It was if, just bad. And if you have opinions about Minnesota, um, like the three of us know and just about everybody I know that's not from Minnesota, you're looking at it and say, right, her. That's her. That's the problem. Yes. Her, her thought process. Yeah, it was it was rough. Um, so here's... The shitty state, it really just is. Just horrible. Um, what I thought, and I'm, again, I like you, I can't believe I didn't mention this, their football team has a dome 
and their baseball team doesn't have a retractable roof. Yep. You can't, you can't make it up. That that's what, 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 what is, they built a new stadium, and they live in Minneapolis. The weather's shitty there. Yeah, yeah. It's shitty. Mm-hmm. Put a retractable roof on it. Do you know how comforting it is? When you buy a when ticket buy for mm-hmm. for the for a Brewer game to yep. go to Miller Park, no matter what, I'm gonna see a game, no matter the weather, because we have been at Brewer games where there is almost a tornado outside. Yeah, we're sitting inside drinking beer. Remember you and I coached that one during it was through beer walk. Terrible. You would that would have been a canceled. Game. It was cold. It was rainy. It was disgusting. It yep, was. So yeah. so, so, the, so the question becomes this. Okay. You've had rough stadiums like forever, right? Yep. It becomes a matter of financial and what 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 really changes it? Is it a this was flat out impossible or is our profit margin affected to this degree? How does it work? How do we handle cancellations? How do we do we really account for okay, maybe five thousand less people came today because the weather forecast was fifty-five degrees and uh, a ten mile an hour wind? Do you really have numbers for that, or is it? Don't you want the comfort of we're having eighty-one home games? And, and and here's the thing: they both have new stadiums. The Viking Stadium is new. The Twin Stadium is new. Mm-hmm. They. Had that opportunity, the they could have years. built an outdoor stadium yeah. for the Vikings yep. and gotten rid of that. No dome team will ever win a Super Bowl. I know the Saints won it or whatever, but it's that stigma. Yep. Like, just get rid of it. And yet, okay, we're going to build a dome over the football team. Oh, fine. It's so Minnesota. But your but you're, you're baseball operate. team, your baseball team, put a fucking retractable roof there can't be that expensive anymore and they went they, they went from be. a you can't no they no. went from a dome stadium to an open air stadium their baseball team used to play in the humpty dump right exactly they went from an open from a dome to an open air stadium and you know everybody sits out there and goes oh it's so nice to play baseball outside yeah no shit that's why they open up that's the why they open the roof they open the roof in <laughs> right. park you want to have some yeah you want to have some fresh air open the roof Right, and can we talk about the complete lack of tailgating at these places? Oh, they don't fucking rude. tailgate. They don't know how. No, you know what? They you have could, no could, idea could, how could, to could, do it. You could set them up with the ideal field. Let's just use that as an analogy. You give them a field for tailgating, mm-hmm. which is you know a parking lot with what they want to know what to do. They, no. They're gonna they're gonna be there with their specialty drink. Hey, newsflash, in Wisconsin. The girls drink like the guys do. They might they oh, yeah. might lean a little more white claw in some ways, but they party like the fellas do for the most part. Right. Yep. The men in Minnesota are are oh. I don't know how you would they, they don't know how. It's not their thing. As a matter of fact, they look down on people that are grilling brats and drinking beer. Yes. Firefighters. Yes. Some somebody at, at, <laughs> at the place where we work talked about like their relatives from Minnesota and mm-hmm. they talked about tailgating and, and the relatives like Turned up their nose and and said something like, "Well, we don't want to eat in a parking lot." Right. Who said so, that? So, oh, don't uh, somebody from work? Oh, their okay. relatives from Minnesota. Yeah. So I Just eat in a parking lot. It was like that snooty sort of like we talked about that that Minnesota like arrogance. Like yep. so, like I went the Paris of the Midwest. You're yep. not. You're not Paris. You're not Manhattan. No. You're not. You, you know. know. So I went to a late April, early May Brewers game this year. And uh, I tailgated outside, and there was a like ninety percent chance of rain rain during that time period, and 
So there were rain showers. Do you think that stopped any of the tailgaters? Of course no. not. You know what? They either stood, they, they either stood out on it, it, or like we did. Uh, we took the tote covers and held it over the female of the group, and then the grill, so that the grill coals wouldn't go out. And we continued to cook and stood through the rainstorms that passed through, and then went inside to the closed roof stadium to watch right. the baseball game because we weren't afraid that the game was going to get canceled yeah when we talked about minnesota last time i knew that the ratio of metro area people for the rest of the the state you know what percentage i was, we talked about it this. was enormous Huge. i thought it was like lower it's like yeah there is the reason because i'd like to talk about the other places is probably being all right but it's like oh my god what number was it it was, it like, was like 70, 70 or 80 percent. 75, 80 yeah. percent of the entire state lives in that area. That in I the hate. Twin Cities metro area. So you yeah. can paint with that broad, stereotypical brush. I've yes. seen it enough. And I you know, know how they operate. There are probably some suburbs of the cities that have decent people in it. Of course and, they and do. They, There's tons of them. I have tons some, of them. I have some relatives I know that live some in of them. Farmington. And I know that, uh, generally speaking, the people in Farmington are decent people. They yeah, are. So they're decent people. But they get lumped into the bullshit that is Minneapolis and St. Paul. You know what? With the, the no crap reason. that's gone on for the last year There's in no Minneapolis, yeah. oh. it's no longer like the Twin Cities. It's uh-huh. Minneapolis and it's St. Paul. And St. Mm. Paul is a completely different town than Minneapolis is now. I remember hearing about it from younger up because my cousins, you know, I had Minneapolis one side and then you have St. Paul. And it's like, yeah, that that's, that's mm-hmm. the other side of the tracks mm-hmm. in their opinions. You know, Minneapolis is this progressive whatever and St. Paul is just kind of, that's where they brew beer. And they have their factories. Hmm. Fuck them. Fuck Minnesota. God, fuck Minnesota. Justin, do you have anything to uh, a point of your own on that, or are we good on that? No, I'm good with that. Fuck you, Minnesota. Fuck Minnesota. Can we please And your 3-2 beer. Can we please talk about Tony La Russa? Can I lead with it? Yep. I want to get it out of the way, because you guys are probably going to say some stuff that upsets me, and that'll lead into the other category, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn! Yeah. So... Damn kid. Um, just to, to summarize, I forgot the fella's name, but it was a wipeout game. There was a position player. Ymir, Ymir, Mo, Mercedes. Mercedes. There you go. Three zero count on a White Sox guy, and it uh, not just a white or three zero count. He was the, the position no, player pitcher. He uh, no, Mercedes was the batter. Mercedes, Mercedes was the, the batter, batter, and the opponent pitcher was a position player. Yeah, yeah, it was a blowout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. blowout, blowout, three zero game. And he just took a real brief look, and apparently a third base coach gave a take sign. Lursa didn't think he probably saw it, or he thought he was, you know, not going to listen. So he's yelling from the dugout, take, 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 take. Mm-hmm. It swung on, and you know, and then hit it out of the ballpark. And and, and after and after the game, oh Tony, it seems that you were uh, saying that, and and Tony um, basically says, yep, we'll fix that. Uh, you know, he wasn't supposed to swing, whatever. He apologized to the other team. Yes. That, that's that's kind of an overall summary. Tony was not happy that he swung. Yeah, it was a little more venom in that. Like, that's unacceptable. Sure. Oh, that's yeah. immature. Yeah. Or whatever, however he phrased it, it was very critical so, of his own player. So let's get into... So there, there's a lot here. And to, to keep it kind of on the rails time-wise, I will just say this. None of it happens. A... If the player does what he's supposed to do, and that's listen to the coach and the coaching staff. You still have to listen. You can bitch about it later. You can do it internal. Mm -hmm. So then the question becomes, okay, the player uh, 
uh, disregarded. Um, how are you going to handle it in the media? Well, a couple choices, right? <laughs> Several choices. What it does is it highlights so much, you know, the, Tony LaRussa, the same guy, and we'll talk about this, doesn't know the extra inning rule, which is mind-boggling. It reminds you of Donovan yeah. McNabb not knowing that a game could in a tie years ago. But <laughs> but it's like, okay, you have this guy that hasn't done enough to, to stay up to date on certain rules. Yep. But you're old school, you're, you're still dialed in. And I find there's certain things with old school that you need to be dialed into. And the first rule is, listen to your coaches. And if your coaches are fucking up, they'll be dealt with at a higher level. Or at least that's how it should be. You still have to listen. You have to that's know my, the rules. You have to you have to know the rules. And what, what was it? You know, four or five podcasts ago, the uh, Anderson you know, kind of talked about how he was going to give Larusa a chance. And, oh, uh, sure. It's Tim Anderson. It's like, oh, these things are backwards here. But it is what what happens when you bring someone like him in. But it's not so much an age thing, right? He he came with a little bit of baggage, but it is the it is the get off my lawn, a little bit of the millennial thing. Where are we in a society or that's take society out of it? That's just say organized sports where the player without repercussion can just say screw you even if for, for the record i don't know is it even so, so is is, okay, is, is your is your big beef that this player disregarded the take sign and swung away you shouldn't have done it no i fuck that oh whoa what hold on Sorry. no i completely agree with Travis. I, no, no, no no 100 percent on this i i 100 so i agree that the player shouldn't have disregarded the coach yeah but if he honestly didn't see the sign or wasn't looking and then Larusa was pissed about just because of the situation he yeah. swung fuck that how well, can you I think miss that, I, a I don't, sign i, I think there's every re- i think there's every reason in this situation to know that he he intentionally he did because that player never came out and said i missed a sign i'm sorry i need to do what my coach says it you? was he said, and he went third person like Yamir swings or whatever he said, and it was bullshit. It was clearly no. I'm yeah, swinging. There, there if there that. was, if there was video of him looking down the third baseline and completely what, what, disregarding what you're overlooking, coach, is the yelling from the dugout. Take, 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 because they saw him digging in. Yes. So that's yes. part of that. He so disregarded the take sign. So here's the thing. This and, is the and bigger. It sounds like. Hold on. It sounds like Larusa's beef was he should know to to not. So this is the, un, swing. That's the unwritten rule. I don't like I don't, the unwritten I don't agree rule. With that. Shit. I don't agree with that because he grew up. There's no reason to believe that he ever learned. If this is the right way, no, here, let, let me just throw I, this out there. I agree that, but I'm saying Larusa yeah. thought he should just automatically know that, and there's no reason. Uh, you I don't, 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 don't think no, so. I, I feel very strongly about this. There is no way that that take sign should have even been given by the by the manager. What, what should have happened? But that's that's, that's a, up to the pitch. That's a, there that's should be a no separate sign. issue. That's a separate no sign issue. At all. If the if the sign comes in as a player, no, you it's not have a, to do it's it. It's not a separate issue because it it's like giving is. it's like giving an order that is contrary to the um, to the uh, uh, policies of a department. That's nonsense, say. Justin. Because this is baseball. No, it's an unwritten rule. It's unwritten rule. How many? There's unwritten not an unwritten rule, rule that says you can just disregard your manager's signs. Well, so what happens? Un- 
Justin, if the unwritten rule is stupid, it's unwritten rule is stupid. So but what? The, your coach is still giving you that. Yeah. You're not violating a law. But it's You're based. Not... It's based off of this unwritten rule of uh, baseball that's being played in the 1920s, where things matter that way. Or the 80s, you know 90s, 2000s. But what about I, I what about this guy? What about this guy that is has the opportunity now instead of hitting nine home runs, hits ten home runs, and gets an extra two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year on his contract? And is that how we should the, play it? Though no. I think I think in this no. in this game in this day and age, you have to look out for. There's so much saber metrics going on, and and all of this bull shit of the statistics oh, oh, being so, in it. So in your world, you can disregard a manager's sign. You no, can. hold on. I don't think that the manager should have given that sign to but begin with. But that's not the point. That's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. But he gave it. So he gave he's it. giving, he gave and if he intentionally did that, then that's a problem. Okay. But, but, but my my point is the manager should have never, Tony Larissa should have never given that sign to begin with. It should have never been brought up okay, to begin with. Okay, that's a different well, discussion, though. That's, that's my discussion. Different, that's, different that's, different. that's where I'm sitting because it should uh-huh. have never happened. Okay, that's fine. But if you get that sign, you have to do what the manager says. We mocked. You remember Chucky Carr when we mocked <laughs> Chucky <laughs> that's Carr? That's right. Yeah. No, Chucky don't take too old. Chucky swings. But here's the thing. It should have never... And if Tony, if that was a different manager in that position, that take okay. sign would have never been let given. Me, let me, let me oh, it's Tony fucking LaRusso. No, no. I'm going to take issue with that because mm. I think there's a lot of old school people in baseball. They don't have to be 75-year-old Tony LaRusso. And I'll, I'll make this point. You know what you want to do as a player on either side of it? If you're a losing if you're on the back end of a 12-2 or whatever in a position player, you want that game to be over as fucking quick as possible. If it ends 20-2 to two or 70, you don't give a shit. Right. You might even want that guy swinging a 3-0 because if they hit it, they may They might pop they, it up. They don't do that well necessarily. Right. 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 So I'm, I, 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 my point is this. If, if the entire cultural landscape would change, like, hey, we're in garbage time here, mm-hmm. swing it every fucking pitch you see who gives a shit we just want to get this painful thing over with so that's an unwritten rule that might be in in need of change because your position player is not worried about era is not worried about anything other they're throwing it up there they're not striking anyone out and they're hopefully not walking anyone right you hit the ball until you hit it at a defender that makes an out so what so happens it's maybe the best way to do that Right. My yeah. point is this. You still have to listen to the manager. Yes. And that's where it comes down. And to your coach point, should a manager be doing that? He has yeah. 50 years of old school. Things ch- change slowly in baseball. But if you don't listen to Tony LaRusse and the coaching staff there, what are you? What kind of precedent are you setting? Here's, it, But Tony LaRusse shouldn't be the manager of the White Sox. But Tony LaRusse shouldn't be there. That's not the point. You're, you're, you're taking in... Here's a if if and and for and, and for the record I don't disagree and with it's that. Nor it's, do on, I, it's buddy. on the twins for putting in the position player to begin with no 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 but you uh, fuck again, that again you know what if you're just trying to get the game done why don't you throw a, a pitcher that can throw the cutter that's going to induce this uh, induce a ground ball for an out because I, you're using your bullpen up yeah and they don't want to right do it. so but, that's but I get it, it should but, be expected but, but, what, but what we're saying is it should that be expected it, if the manager gives a sign no matter how dumb it is you should follow it or follow the sign then take it up with the manager after right i take offense to that the sign was even given to begin with 
It's, okay. it's so okay. old school baseball. Then you're not, fair enough. That's fine. Then your beef is with Tony Larusa. My beef our, is totally our beef with, is with the player who ignored the sign. See my see my understanding with this whole thing was the Tony Larusa part, and I disagree with Tony Larusa to begin with. Well, there well, you be have old. some deep seated feelings about him, which yes. are probably well earned. Oh, but that does not. Are. But it does fall into the two wrongs don't make a right category. Yes, and 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 let's get. Even beyond that, then they threw at him or threw behind his back, and Larusa said, "Yeah, I'm good with that." They yeah. threw at him the next game, and Larusa said, "Yeah, yeah, that's I, fine." I have a problem with Tony. That. That's, that's, that's a problem. That's, that's maybe one. That's maybe one of those unwritten rules. There's going to be some uh, the conversation between the three of us that happens off air to to show some background into my feelings about this. But <laughs> I think Tony Larusa is a gigantic douchebag, and if he's got a problem, well, we're with not this, arguing with himself. that. You know what? If this was on, if this wasn't Tony Larusa, if it was Craig Council, does that take sign get given? Fuck no, it doesn't. It might. It, it might. But even if it did, would you what, expect? What you don't think it's possible? If Vogelback ignored a council sign, he doesn't mean he, he should. Doesn't grow so up. here's the thing. But if Vogelback, I don't disagree with what you're saying about the player disregarding the manager's sign. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My problem is the sign to begin with, and Larusa's comments about this is an unwritten rule of baseball. That's nonsense. You know what? Don't throw. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. It's completely, I completely ridiculous. Agree with that. Fuck the unwritten but rules of baseball. As a player baseball. in the batter box, you should. Just okay. I'm gonna take it and then have a conversation with your manager. Who, by the by the way, that player's a 28 year old rookie. Before we move on, and I know we have to move on, coach. Yes. I gotta ask you this, mm-hmm. Tony Larusa. You don't like him a bit. I get it. I don't like the guy. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking asshole. Of course, duh. Mm-hmm. But I suspect there are many of the 30 manager, other 29 managers in baseball that on that topic feel like Tony does. And are you all? Are you going to throw all those fellows to the curve as these old fossils? Fuck, Craig Council might be. Yeah, you don't know that. They're not. I. I, I he's think not the only guy in baseball coach that thinks unwritten. this way. I, I think I, the unwritten I just, rule I just is think stupid. Tony took the wrong route on this and said, "When yes. I give a sign, you do what I say." We'll have a conversation he later. He kind of lost the clubhouse before he. Yes, he, he lost did. the clubhouse yeah. way before. He did. That. He did. And yep. that's on White Sox. Management. Yep. Yeah, Jerry Ryan's. But, the, but if you have the guy here, the guy can't be neutered to the point where you don't have to listen to Tony because of this. Right. And Fire the guy. How dysfunctional yeah. is that locker room? And then they're still they're still leading the AL. <laughs> they still have the best. Yeah. Right. Because they have the best talent. Because they have the best talent. Yeah. So and, and wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be great? Is despite, that, despite Tony's douchiness. He really, really does have a great track record in the game. Yeah, of course he's a he very does. knowledgeable, yeah. smart man. I just hope that he fucks something up in the playoffs where they go, "Whoops, Ooh, whoops about that." Yeah, maybe he'll um, get another. All right, where are we let's move on. I want to do something positive. One of I've been looking uh, forward yes, to this yes. forever. It's we we bitch about athletes all the time, but we need to highlight some good works that athletes have done off the field because yeah. they just do not get enough coverage for this and i am super excited for this yep. justin's going to the bathroom <laughs> so uh, travis do you want to yeah, leave with this I I, i'd be happy to but if you want to go ahead uh 19 year old joshua jones he was diagnosed with brain cancer and was still fighting it um when his uh friends and family pulled together to get front row seats at a dodgers game i watched I watched the the video, and it looked to be a road game, maybe San Francisco. But anyway, um, 
the third base coach um, for the Dodgers was Tim Wallach, a former Expo and former another team that I've forgotten. Anyway, um, this poor fellow who was suffering from the brain cancer was a tremendous. Am I? Do I need to get closer here? I'm a little sorry. Bit. Okay. Um, tremendous uh, fan of uh, Kemp for the for 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 the Dodgers. Oh, uh, J- uh, Jeff Kemp. No, right. not Jeff Kemp. Uh, uh, I'm embarrassed. Why to... can't I? Tony Kemp. No. Coach! Matt Kemp. Yeah, Matt, Matt Kemp. Kemp. God it's too almighty. good of a story to yeah. not come up with a name. I'm yeah. usually better than that. What? Nothing. So, um, so they got him front row seats, and they had engaged the uh, third base coach, who was Wallach, and they gave the story. So the game, the game is over, and the video, is, it makes you want to tear up. Um, <clears throat> Kemp runs over to him. Um, engages him in some conversation, takes off his hat, takes off his jersey, takes off his shoes. Here you go. Um, it was just this super cool, we'll be in touch or something. And there was something in the article that said he'd remained in touch. So uh, Matt Kemp, uh, that was that was really a, 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 a special thing and something that um, you know, it may have got some local a local press, yeah. but um, neat, neat, neat deal. That's awesome. Good for good for Matt Kemp. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to talk about Manchester United soccer player Marcus Rashford. Mm-hmm. Marcus Rashford is 23 years old. He recently made a list in Britain because they track some lists about the uh, the giving list. It's a metric of philanthropy among rich Brits. Okay. Um, they balance how much you make versus how much you give. Okay, Marcus Ra- Marcus Rashford, he donated or generated twenty three million dollars or pounds, whatever. He makes twenty million, so he donated or generated one hundred twenty five percent of his personal net worth hmm. to good causes. Okay, wow. his good cause. Marcus Rashford grew up poor in Manchester, in the city of Manchester, um, to a single mom. He grew up hungry. They just didn't have enough to eat. Marcus Rashford made it his mission to feed kids, to feed impoverished kids. When the pandemic hit, that's when he really cranked it into high gear. Um, The British government cut back on free meals because the kids aren't going to school. So they're not getting their free meals. Yeah. Yeah. So Marcus Rashford kicked it into high gear and generated about 300,000 signatures. He single-handedly reversed the government's decision to... He's got a big platform. Yes. To um, not fund school lunches. So he fed about a million kids. Good for him. Yep. Because he said, I knew what it was like to be hungry... And I will not. And he knows his platform and used it in the right way. Good for yep. him. Yep. Not a political platform. Just I'm going to feed kids. Amazing. Marcus Rashford didn't stop there. He then went on to found a charity or you know a cause for um, getting kids books. Because they need the escapism of books. So his... Agreement with a book publisher will supply 50,000 books to kids 23 years old. 
So he That's how old he is. 23 years Good old. Good for him. And, and, you know, you talk about 23 and, and, and his upbringing. We all know how time flies. In, yep. in his world, that's just like a really recent thing that he was mm-hmm. he was feeling what these kids are feeling. Yep. yep. Wonderful. Yeah. And he um, he is the, because like that metric that I talked about, how he had generated more money than he makes, he's the youngest person ever on that Britain metric. Cool. He topped the list. Good cool. for Marcus Rashford. Carry on, sir. And you know what? Here, I, I, let me just say one thing about this. Cheers. Cheers, lad. No, that's that's awesome. Yep. I, I want to just say one thing about that. It's an indictment on a lot of folks. Why are we just hearing about this now? Yep. Because I it doesn't sell. I shouldn't have bait. to be part of a podcast to hear about this right. guy. It's a clickbait. There yep. doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't bring yep. the, this, the this, sex. This it's person not, has literally impacted thousands yep. Yep. of people. And because of his background, there's every reason to believe he's doing it for all of the right reasons. Yep. And wonderful. That's a great story. I have Coach. two. I have two low-hanging fruit ground swats that have Wisconsin <laughs> uh, ties, but I really liked it. I wanted to bring it a little bit closer to home, and I wanted to, to highlight it. Not that it hasn't been highlighted already. Uh, JJ Watt. Uh, oh, one of the things yeah. he did a uh, Hurricane Harvey relief fundraiser um, with a goal of, of hitting two hundred thousand dollars to, to um, help offset the costs of you know the massive the damage in Hurricane yep. Harvey in Texas and Louisiana. Mm-hmm. That two hundred thousand dollar goal raised four or forty million dollars. <laughs> Jesus, JJ uh, Watt. I mean, this was a fundraiser. J.J. Watt said, yeah, I want to raise $200,000. And his influence, his power, $40 million. So the J.J. Watt Foundation, he has a foundation. It's a a 501 uh, or 501c3 nonprofit foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, This organization that he uh, founded looks to reach out to middle schools in Wisconsin and Texas, as well as deserving Mm. schools in other states that have insufficient funding for after-school athletic programs or that have no after-school athletic found, uh, athletics at all. The ultimate goal of this foundation is to provide uh, opportunity for kids to have fun and enjoy playing sports with their peers, uh, all the while while laying, laying you know, foundations of characteristics on which many build the rest of their lives. Uh, tens of millions of dollars have been raised in this to provide. And there's a big list. You can go on the J.J. Watt Foundation to see all of the individual schools that have been touched by this. Mm-hmm. But he reaches out, and it's the middle school. Anybody can give so colleges. <laughs> yep. Anybody can give money to high schools. These are the kids that colleges this which, is, which don't need money. By right, the way. right. Have you this, seen these the endowment are, of some of these schools? Oh, fuck, it's insane. unbelievable. Yeah. You look at Harvard, the endowment of Harvard, 4. which 4. is five billion. Yeah, it's yeah. greater than a lot it's of the countries. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. So you you look at this, and he's hitting that age group where. It's vital that they are learning these team aspects, the the social uh, the uh, social aspects of of playing sports and getting along with people and mm-hmm. having a social context outside of your family. It's huge. And JJ Watt doesn't need to do any of this. Hello. He he was uh, raised with a fairly affluent family. Mm-hmm. You know, it, this isn't anything that. J.J. Watt didn't have an upbringing that was poor and, um, you know. He's going to be just as popular 
as a football player and as an athlete, if he doesn't give one penny, he's right. doing it for the right reasons. Absolutely, and yeah. and he is, you know, one of those ultimate guys that you say, yeah. ah, this is great. My other guy, uh, Wisconsin player, not born and raised in Wisconsin, but plays for a Wisconsin team, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Ah, uh, yes. After every single one of his games. Uh, he gives his shoes, his game-worn shoes, away to a kid that's nice. in the stands. He could have those turned over to the team. They put a, an authentic sticker on it mm. and get sold at the Auction team store off. for hundreds of dollars. No. Nope. He will walk barefoot back into the locker room because he gives his shoes away to some kid that's out in the stadium. Whether there's 25% capacity or 100% capacity, he gives his shoes away because he has that benevolent feeling about it. He's the... He is the ultimate MVP Wisconsin He's guy. a good dude. He falls yeah. into that. Like, There's nothing that you can be pissed off about him. He's no. a good guy. Who, who is the recently retired or retiring broadcaster for the box? Uh, 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 Jim Paschke. Jim Paschke. So Jim Paschke. Oh, yeah. I, I, there's oh, a YouTube that a video that's story. fantastic. So basically Giannis interviewed Jim Paschke. Get and, out. Um, yeah. Really? Oh, it, it's there. It's really that's good. That's awesome. So um, that's all I have to and say he, about it other yeah. than go to it. Yeah. It, it shows it shows him as a as a as a person. It showed um Paschke called him Yanni. Yes. <laughs> and apparently adopted him as Yanni well oh, before so. they knew quite how unbelievable the guy was. Yeah. But uh, and it was just these these kind of melding of whatever and uh and you know, at part of it, you know, and I you know not an NBA follower now, but it, it, it goes to, I think a lot of it uh, uh, goes to, you know, this guy could potentially stay in Milwaukee for mm-hmm. for for yeah. for his career because of his temperament or whatnot. I, I don't. Well, the you dude, don't the guy if he doesn't. And the pa- yeah, with the Paschke thing, yeah. Jim Paschke spent his entire career keeping athletes at an arm's length saying it was an emotional deal it was porter i am this is my job to report on sports i have to look at you like a subject of my material and then Giannis comes up yeah absolutely it's what you should do you have to and then Giannis because you might have to say this guy's not it it flipped and he had a relationship with Giannis and it was a friendship and something about this guy Uh made Jim Paschke who has spent seen everything entire career seen everything that he he goes back to Will Cinder decades literally decades with with seeing athletes and something about Giannis made him flip yep just the just think of the hundreds of people that came through and something about him right not only is he Mm -hmm. maybe one of the more talented people like ever but he's he's a good human being. Yep. You know, Paschke called the Brewer games too. Yes, a long time ago. Yeah, he was Shr- uh, Bill Schroeder's replacement. He was or, no, no, no. or uh, partner. You know what? Yes. I knew yep. so yep. little yep. about Jim Paschke me until too. I saw that uh-huh. interview with Giannis, and I it made me research. I'm like, I really like Jim Paschke. Yeah. And I learned something about Giannis. Yeah. Well, and it's um, God, I forgot where I was going with this. Um, well, uh, no, what I was going to say is, Travis, you're not an NBA fan. You can be a Giannis fan without being an NBA fan. Easily. 100%. Easily. I, I could Easily. watch the Bucks just to hope that Giannis succeeds. Yep. And not, else. not pay attention you know to anything else. Because I know I won't. I won't watch the NBA playoffs once the Bucks are out. No, there's a, there's a crazy thing with the Bucks right now where they, you know, given some of the things that have been going on with the Bucks and some of the, like, political stuff, 
Chris Middleton, that he's a good dude. Chris and Middleton's Drew a Holiday, great guy. Drew Holiday, it's a great he's a guy. Good From guy. what I understand, Middleton hit a hit a, a, a buzzer beater in game one. Yeah. Yes. They're, yep. the, the, the composition you of hear the Milwaukee the, Bucks. Like I understand. <laughs> yeah, the, the composition of the Milwaukee Bucks is um, unusual for the NBA. I agree. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't have the the bad boy attitude no. kind of thing. Yeah. You don't have the criminals yeah the team. right yeah. let's go on to uh let's do our statements never uttered let's break. take a quick break and we'll come back with statements never uttered and we will be right back all right we are back and we are going to go right into our favorite segment the statements never uttered mm. mine are not cringeworthy this week i don't think <laughs> i don't think well let's just <laughs> wait <laughs> should i still be the last one or <laughs> Why don't I start out? Yes! That way. That way. All right. <clears throat> Travis, do you want to explain what statements never uttered are? These are statements that have never been uttered in the history of the world with the exception of some kind of sarcasm. Go ahead. All right. I'm glad she stopped shaving her bush. <laughs> Mother of God. <laughs> Coach? <laughs> so you'll grab me a beer, I get to watch sports, and un- have unlimited sex breaks? Nah, how about we just watch Lifetime Movie Network instead? <laughs> Took a long time to get there. No, it's good stuff. That's what she said. <laughs> Travis. That squirrel sure made a good decision. <laughs> Nice. All right. If it wasn't for Dungeons and Dragons, I would have never gotten laid. Well done. Beautiful. (laughs) That's pretty good. Nice. And you didn't defend half the country. No. (laughs) Well, just Just hold on. Just uh, (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. no. Just coach. Oh, my. LeBron really hurt, looks hurt this time. I hope he's okay. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Wisconsin snowmobiler. <laughs> nope, we don't plan on stopping any bars. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point otherwise, right? <laughs> All right, my last one. Sure, I'll sign your petition to free Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> oh. Nice. <laughs> Josh, I want to give you credit for how far you've come that since. Was, That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> From what? What was it? A month? When was the last episode? A month uh, ago? When like, we, no, just, like we don't need to relive ago. it. But you had some sex. So ex- oh yeah. Introspection and just it wasn't that wasn't bad. That was right? great. Yes, thank God, you. That was it like, was censored compared to normal. What yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I didn't I didn't offend religions. No, or I mean who could. General, so, so like racist. Jerry Sandusky, Dungeon Dairy. People have made fun of them for years. And what was? Uh, I'm glad she stopped shaving her bush. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, in people in the world. 70s and 80s might be offended by it, but yeah, but they're in their 50s and 60s now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, I, I'll tell you what. When you 
to grow up at my age and the Playboys at that time. It was just a forest. <laughs> See, but here's the I thing. Mean, that's just what you. That's going to be. You didn't even great... know what genitalia was. Uh, it's like, uh, no, it's just a. I can't. I, it's like, it's I, I, I couldn't even find anything if I had to. That's well, you need great. a machete. To <laughs> I wonder if that's going to come back like bell bottoms or something Surely when will. we're like 60. Oh, no. And we pull back our Playboys and it's all like shaved and then everything's like cyclical. all the new stuff is like. Oh, I like hope five not. inch bush. I like hope not. there's flowers know. growing out of it. <laughs> like a compost. <laughs> it's a compost pile. <laughs> Little flies. Oh, oh, no, no. Travis, you got your last one? No, don't you have one? I remember you. Oh, that's right. You only have two. Yeah. You didn't got, want me to push it. I've got, I've got two of them. That's what she said. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. So, um, this came from a news story, saw. That fire was not caused by an electrical problem. Okay. I knew that that would get that. Unless a fire is arson, every oh. goddamn fire is electrical. Because that's what happens when the arson investigators. Ah, must have been electrical. Okay. It's okay. too deep. And you, you shouldn't have to explain. It's, so it's too a good, deep. It's, that's what she, she said. said. It's good that I have a fourth one, right? That's not yeah. what she said. <laughs> it's never too deep for Josh. I kind of hey. like paying for water. <laughs> that's yeah. right and that resonates yeah yeah, yeah it we does. Can buy that, that one. sucks yeah all right all, all right. right there we go all right nice. can we talk about our final like talk about the 60 seconds of sausage yeah. Yeah. not oh. the final one just for the 2020 2021 no that's season. what i mean our season yeah. wrap-up of the bundesliga the top german soccer league wrap-up in germany that's funny why cased i don't know what that means I'll I'll discuss afterward. There's like two things we need to discuss afterwards now. Right. Oh shit, we didn't talk about it during the break. All right. Whatever. 60 seconds of sausage. Oh, the, yeah, can yeah, I yeah. start because I'm the most uh I'm the loser. Yeah, let the me group. explain first. We we've all adopted Bundesliga teams, which is the top flight German soccer team because why not? It's fun. Cuz um, it's less hip than doing an ESL league. A team, I mean European Super League is how you. I, I meant the um, EPL. EPL. European yeah. Pre- or uh, English Premier League. Premier Go League. ahead, Justin. What do you want to say about your Bundesliga team? Fuck me. Which is what's SC Freiburg? Yeah. What about them? How'd they finish? They uh, finished tenth in the table. Oh. Which was tied in points with Stuttgart. Unfortunately, our uh, goal difference was one. Uh, oh. I'm looking at it right so, here. So, so we. I mean, although our wins. Our draws and our losses are all the same. Mm. We happened to score one less goal than Stuttgart oh, did against their ouch. opponents. Yeah, they did. So we finished last uh, of the three teams. We were in the middle of the table, so there's no no relegation. We're, we just lost out of, of Europe, and it was all that. But yeah. I will yeah. fully accept that um, we... My my team finished third amongst the amongst us. Amongst and you know when teams. someone is that forthright, Good it's for hard you. to pile on. I didn't, I didn't I didn't hear an excuse out of that no, or anything. You just, no, happen. you know what? Quite frankly, Thank you for being we, tour. we yeah. lost we lost uh, oh. games against we lost matches against teams that we shouldn't have lost against, yeah. and uh, we did some draws and some victories against teams we shouldn't have. Sure. It was it was one of those up and down seasons where. It got hot in the middle of the year and then just kind of tapered off, and we lost to uh, at least. Oh, let me go back. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We lost to one of the teams that are getting relegated. So that was it. Happen. Schalke, Schalke. That never should have happened. Lost they're Schalke. a thorn in the side. We'll get to them. Yeah, fuck, yeah. Travis. We'll get to that with Frankfurt. Uh huh. What do you have to say about uh, Stuttgart? I just want to repeat what um, Justin talked about. We are indeed one point up in the differential. Um, didn't finish wonderfully. I mean, we won two out of the last five. No, 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 no. Hold on. What? I'm but looking you, at it. You finished in the top half of the table. Yeah. So you can't sure. say that you didn't finish wonderfully. You're in the finished top half. Finished really well. I, I guess I, I'm yeah. talking about the last okay. five matches. The, okay. You didn't finish strong. Um, Got you it. You know, again, um, play, uh, you know, Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium. Wonderful sponsor. They've been there for many, many years. Kind of the heartbeat of uh, Stuttgart. Um yeah, I mean, we're looking at 2022 already. How's Al from Augusta doing? Dale. Dale, Dale from Dale, Augusta. Dale Nelson, the yeah. strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. yeah. Um, had himself a little injury. Had a vertebrae uh, oh, issue. Well, um, my team was uh, Eintracht Frankfurt. It was. Who, yeah, we moved past that real yeah. quick. So we – Frankfurt won the three brews in Derby. We finished on top of all of you mopes. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, we almost made the Champions League, which was almost. would have been the first time. But we also lost to Schalke, did lose who to is Schalke. one of the most one of the it worst the, teams, one of the most pathetic uh, teams in Bundesliga history. Yes, yeah. So is I don't that even the S C H A L K E. Yeah, Schalke. Yes, not Schalke. Right. Oh, so their differentials minus sixty one. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah, they're a bad team. They're a bad team. Yep, and our guys lost to them. So, which as a Bear fan, I was you, you completely you prepared. That. Completely yeah. prepared. Do they for have that the cutlery and... equivalent on the pitch? No, yeah. but here's the thing: Schalke is historically a very good. Club. They're a huge team. Very like, good. They're a big what, team. What, and now what, getting... what city are they? Uh, Dortmund. Dortmund. Yeah, they're uh, they're they're with Dortmund. Yeah. Borussia Dortmund and Schalke. So they're like the redheaded huge... stepchild in Dortmund. Okay. No, uh, no, 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 no. Schalke is the, the bigger team. They're the bigger team. Schalke and is the much bigger team. That's why it's such a big deal that, they, they, that they got relegated. They got they relegated. Just fell apart. So this is the first. And, and this is hard to so deal with. So Schalke, this is the first time in like decades. That uh, Schalke, 1991, I believe, okay, is the last so time couple, they, they want to get on board with them because they're not going to take this well. No, they're not. Bremen, Bremen is getting automatically relegated, and that's the first time in like 33 years that they've been down. So a little topsy-turvy in so the Bundesliga. It's, it's yeah. big news for See, the teams that, that have been automatically relegated this like, year. Honestly, though, like like just getting into like European soccer, like we have a mm-hmm. little bit, that is so... So it's so it's, cool. It's, it's so cool awesome. because I you like have it. I to play it. well. You can't tank to get a, a top pick to get no. your team bad. Yeah. And, and you, do you remember yeah. what happened when Schalke got relegated when they lost? Because it was a couple weeks ago oh, that yeah. their players got attacked. Yes. Like, physically attacked by yes, fans. They like, did. they don't fuck around over there. No. Like, can you imagine, like, the Yankees missing the playoffs and a bunch of dudes named Gino from the Bronx like jumping Jump the like fence. Stanton beat outside the, the shit stadium. Out of Stan. Or even back in Jeter days, like jumping Jeter. And right. Like the shit doesn't fucking like it would oh. be uproar. Uh, then it's just like, oh yeah, those Schalke mm-hmm. fans attack the players because they got yep. relegated. It's like uh, in other news, Schalke shouldn't suck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. But yeah, so my Bundesliga team is clearly better than all of your guys' teams. Well, so, I, I think we were pretty good losers. Why don't you be a good winner? Yeah, why don't you stop being a dickhead? I don't know how to do that. So 
So this brings up a point now. So they're in uh, 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 Eintracht Frankfurt is in the Europa League. Europa League. Do right. we do we like root for Frankfurt in the Europa League, or do we no. s- we hope that they just we get are the like Packer fans that root against the Vikings. Okay, I'll, I'm just making sure that that is where we're going because I am really looking forward to some peon Italian league just. Italian league team just kicking the shit out of oh, you. Oh, by the way, okay, I know, <laughs> I know this is True digressing, that. and you're right. You guys should root against Eintracht Frankfurt. You you should do that because as it's more you fun. I'm a, you know yeah. what? I uh, from fanat- a slight digression here, yep. but from fanatics, when yep. I I bought this Chelsea shirt, yep. uh, I also bought uh, bought a uh, Borussia Dortmund shirt. Oh, I was going to really? wear that today, and then I spilled oh. something on it. So Good. yeah, Good. I couldn't do you it. That shirt reminds Fuck me you. of. Like a Callahan brake pad shirt. Yes! I have But one. just in blue. I have one. Right, because it's yes. in, in green. Yes, in the, yeah. I have a Callahan. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. All right, I'm going to bring this up. Uh, the Europa League finals just finished, which I'm they not going to get into it, but it was it was Manchester, it was Manchester United against Villarreal. The now, only... Man- the only non-English uh, um, Premier League team to be in a final of the major European tournaments. Yep. Now, here's what I learned. Manchester United is, of course, like the Yankees of mm-hmm. European soccer. They win everything. They're the 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 prize, mm-hmm. whatever. They're the you value. may need to remind the Yankees that they win all the time. Yeah. Fair, <laughs> fair, fair, fair point. Yeah. They're the prize jewel. They're worth over a billion they dollars. They are worth yeah, like yeah. half the world. Yes, exactly. They're playing Villarreal. In the finals of the Europa League. Villarreal won. Good for Villarreal. Do you guys know the population of the city of Villarreal? About 200,000. Yeah, you told me. I don't 51,000 mm-hmm. people. It's smaller than Eau Claire. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's smaller than Eau Claire. It's a city in Spain that plays in their top, in the top Spanish league that then went into this tournament. It's not a suburb of like Madrid or something nope. huge. It's just no, really it's a city. It's Green Bayish. Yes. Neat. That, Smaller w- than Green Bay. Which again, well, I know. which I don't like like, you know, culling the team from the population of the city. That's not the same thing. But when mm-hmm. you talk about like resources that this team has. Mm-hmm. Your, your man, television you, contracts and your, your hotels. And how big is Manchester? Manchester, I, I, I don't know. But, I'm going to look it up. But when you talk about the, the buying power that Man U oh, has, yes. I mean, they can spend $100 million on just buying a single player. When you Can I ask a question? Sure. Here? If you say Man U, yes. If I say Man U, am I automatically pretty knowledgeable guy? Yes. Or can you tell I'm faking it? I think if you say United, and if I say Manchester United, am I just this flashy neon dork? That then I think you are. If you say United, then they know what you is mean. There, is there a middle city. ground where I want to be right? United but, and City, Man U is okay. Uh, With Man, my background, United, what should yeah. I say? Man U. I, I think Man, Man U. U. Yeah, I think Man U. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Um, do you guys want to talk about Phil Mickelson? Do you know what the Travis? Man- oh, do you I, know what I, the population of Manchester is? What? Five hundred fifty-two thousand eight hundred fifty-eight. So it's the fifth largest city in England. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, real real quickly, uh, Phil Mickelson. Um, not not a huge fan of the guy's personality and necessarily, but holy shit, what he did. Um, it was cool. How about that? Uh, kind of the. Uh, last three holes in the gallery did you folks see that no did you see Justin? no no i had they, I, they, they had a security issue it was pretty freaking wild and if you haven't seen it um, i they heard there was some security a issue, lot of like, apologies as far as what happened so what happened? kept good as well 
they pretty much took over the fairway, and I don't know what they expected, but it was a, a free-for-all. There were Thanks. no fights, and the crowd was 99% for Phil, which was helpful, so he wasn't going to be hurt. But Brooks Kepka had a bad knee, and he says, God, I was being bounced around. There was no security here. Oh, you know what? That makes sense for all the memes that were going around with Brooks Kepka, and then, okay. okay but it was. If you watch, it's like you do have an expectation as the number one and two coming down 18 to not have to fight a mob and they did have to fight a mob to include phil by the way which could have the last three holes that it, it could have really messed with the guy mentally phil, but that, let's get past the phil security didn't win stuff. by more than two strokes right he was a two-stroke winner yeah, yeah. but let's let's get past this what he did at his age yeah. um really impressive he really has focused on his fitness oh yeah and his legendary short game it was there but I think what kind of went away was his free swinging. You know, if I take a seven or eight, you know, he's, I'll tell you what, the guy might not be done winning majors. It was an impressive run. I I liked it. So, I mean, any thoughts on it if you didn't see it? I don't know. I'm I'm a fan of the majors and especially the Masters. I'm a huge fan of the majors. I I really like this because, so Tiger being gone, Phil is the, um, like the 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 major guy that I grew up watching, Phil Mickelson was like the Robin Yount of people who grew up in the ninety or like eighties, well early nineties. So spot I, on. I I I like Phil to a to an extent. Like I won't go out of my way to watch Phil Mickelson in a tournament, but if he's in a major, I and and he's doing well, I'll root for him. Yeah, they 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 they're doing what they can from a marketing standpoint. Yep. Everybody knew Tiger Woods would end someday. They didn't see it ending in like you know this. really horrible <laughs> backs and you know four irons being smashed on the Escalade and shit like that. <laughs> but but now yeah. they're really 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 trying to create the Kepka Deschambeau rivalry and because you know McElroy and all these but there you know it's there's there's millions of dollars at stake but what Phil did from a physical standpoint walking that course and, and Josh I know this isn't your deal and I it's not so much my deal I know yeah. a fraction of what I should God, and I, I and I didn't I don't really like the guy personally but it's like what he did against the world's best golfers at his mm-hmm. age he's he'll turn 51 in like a month you know Is Jack he- Nicholas was the last Oldest major winner at age 46. He is this the is oldest major winner ever. And yes, it does take a physical yes. and mental toll. So here's here's the thing that I like about Phil you, Mickelson. You're really thinking about this, aren't you? Uh, so, yeah, what, yeah. What, what, so what's your knee-jerk saying right now? Right now, your knee-jerk is I want to say something, but maybe I shouldn't. Do it. What? Throw it out there. Send if it. A, if a 50-year-old washed-up guy no, can He's not beat, washed up. No. If a 50-year-old can beat the best asked. players no. on the planet... Doesn't that sort of He's cheapen the up. experience? Fine. Take the wash up. If if a 50-year-old can beat the best players on the planet, doesn't oh. it sort of... What about Tom Brady at being 42 years old and being the quarterback of a football player? football is like 70 in yeah. golf. When, so, was the, when was the best time... When was the best that Phil played before this? Okay. Ten couple, years ago, a, yeah, a couple. Things Tom Brady it. played his best football the year before he won the Super Bowl this no. year. He's stayed Josh, right up there the Josh, whole time. A couple things oh. with this: you do not oh. need to be the cardiovascular. No, uh, what, I'm just that. Just I'm not. I'm and not making that golf, case. I'm just saying that's a, what pops into my mind as a non-golf. Yeah, fan. but a, you're not a so, golf. An fan, old guy so walks understand. onto the, the course. Mental, he's not a when you combine wrong with the rest of these guys. Listen. When you combine the mental acuity yes. and the physical thing combined, 
hey, oh, by the way, there is probably 500 or 1,000 people that are physically better than Phil Mickelson in that course, okay. but they cannot combine the so, mental edge that you... When was the last that's time you so won? Wonderful. When was the last time you won? No, 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 no. When was the last time you won? I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something okay. because this is a person that uh, said this the best. A guy that okay. we work with, his name is Mark. Uh-huh. Uh, he, uh, he put this the best. There are... Uh, there is a PGA professional, a person that the PGA says, you are good enough to run a golf course. There's one of them for every PGA certified golf course in the country. That's mm-hmm. right. They all get an opportunity to play in a tournament to have a spot in this tournament. Mm-hmm. So you get the best golfers in the country fighting for a spot in this tournament. Mm-hmm. And there are a handful of them that get to play. Yeah. They don't make the cut. I understand. They generally that. don't make the cut. I understand. So this that. is a guy as a fifty-year-old that is still playing better than twenty-five-year-old people in the. Did prime. he have to play into that, or did he just yes. get a spot? He in did. No, he, didn't he had to play because he lost his exemption. He lost his exemption, so he okay. had to play into it. Okay. He had to get himself into a position to make that tournament. Okay. So we're not talking. So we're not talking about Phil Mickelson being able to run a forty and four two. No. We're looking at Phil Those Mickelson. We're looking at no, Phil Mickelson being able to place a golf ball from 170 yards out in a and two all, in a two square inch area to I'm not asked. throw the ball off the ball. I and, we, that. and we all know that half of your strokes are short game strokes. Yes. So if you so you can be the biggest hitter on the planet, but if you don't have a short game, you're not going to be in the top five. I get that. And it's, I get it's, that. The, it's the common thing. You drive for do, or you drive for show, putt, putt for dough. It's the short game that gets you there. I get that. You have um, to be can physically. Can you please answer the question of when was the last time Phil won before this? Because Tom Brady stayed at that level. Okay. It's not the same thing. It's not Hold Tom on. Brady I, I, coming I'm, out I'm, of retirement. I'm going to call a timeout just comparing the two because I don't think it's Somebody else it's brought, you brought that up. About Tom Brady. Well, no, I didn't just bring by that age. Up. Yeah. By age, like you can be the best in your in your uh, yes, sport. Yes, but Phil but... obviously got hot at the right time. No, and I'm not. Uh, what no, do you no. mean, no? He didn't. Uh, Has he been winning before that? No, yes, there's... he has been minor tournaments. But let's look oh, at this. Th- 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 that's don't... my point, Justin. But it's... I'm not trying to diminish. But uh, there's just something mm. about that. Like it seems like an anomaly. It's it's just weird so, anomaly. So, so you what, what what you want to do is you want to talk about the deficiencies of the two hundred people that didn't win, yes. but not give the yes. credit for the person yes. that did. Yes, no. I, I disagree. But do you understand do how an outsider could look at it and go, "What the hell happened to the rest of these I can top s- golfers?" I can see how this, an outsider would see how, how that, this, but not a knowledgeable okay, golfer. Okay, I'm then, sorry. Then if that's the case, then I'll back yeah. off, and I you don't need know to back that. Off. But yeah, yeah, it was. I don't care for your attitude about it, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. There's right. like... That's going. Let's go to Get Off My Lawn. Travis, this is yours. Yeah, this is perfect to the next... Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it, 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 really it really is. is. Yeah. Travis, we're all different ages here. Mm-hmm. Um, coach, throw your age up. Uh, I'm 36. I didn't know that would be hard. Josh. Just turned 45. That's what she said. That's what she said. That's what she said. And I'm at 52. So within our own... Group, we 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 have differences, which mm. is which, which is great. So, kind of thought of the get off my lawn. Everybody knows that. Hey, the ball comes, it's my ball, leave or or, or whatever. And just an introspection of 
how we are looking at aging. And I'll lead with, what do we got there? Something cool? <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Okay. So I will just start the soul cleansing process. And when I thought about this, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I was kind of a dink all the way back in my 20s and 30s. And I, maybe I haven't transitioned as much as you might think. But what has changed? What didn't bother me, but what bothers me now? Now that and you're I, older. Now, now that I'm a little older. The things that bother me at 20 just bother me more. Mm. It, 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 it isn't a huge change. I'm curious to hear what, what you say. But okay. So the person writing a check at Menards. Ah. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the traffic whoopsies. The... Minnesota driver. Yep. Okay, I could tolerate that better than than now. Yeah. My big thing, because you could you could have a whole psychotherapy session, right? My big thing that I really have a problem with, and don't even so much apologize for, guys, mm-hmm. is is n- maybe not necessarily have to fall into the millennial age group, but millennials in 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 in, in general, or at least the theme of that we got some beers coming out here yep um i my generation is just an absolute uh no a, 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 a fraction of what you know the vietnam era did and the yeah, world yeah, war yeah. ii and whatever so we, we didn't we didn't have to go through that so we're softer i think than the generations prior but yes right yeah so i i just so what you pisses know, you off, Travis? What, huh? what is it? What makes you mad that didn't before? Work ethic. Work oh, ethic, Josh. Oh, yeah. I Work ethic. Oh, oh, no, let yeah. me finish. Oh, you'll you'll like have your it chance. It, it is really a for hundreds. I mean, what year do we want to go back? With, you know, the Renaissance or whatever? Um <laughs> Well, as Ooh. far as organized societies well, we and whatnot, it's like, what, what, swords or what is like, yeah. So we we are living at a time right now where there's a lot of things colliding as far as technology and social media and this, that, and the other thing. And I have a problem with the diminishing of values and overall ethics and, and work now. All of this rolls into politics, so we can't do politics, and I yep. won't do it. But what I'm saying is, big picture, I'm not so sure that 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 hard work and ethics really should go away. Um, and where are we going to be at 20, 50 years from now? Or are we going to be, is there going to be someone 50 years from now looking back and saying, hey, in yes. 2020, yep. okay, right. There will. I think so. I think so. We're at a really interesting crossroads where with artificial intelligence on the horizon, all of these things, it's something that, you know, if you look at modern history, these are things that maybe you couldn't envision. We envision. We know what artificial intelligence is going to do. We're at the point where lawmakers are like literally for the first time in history putting a, a stop on certain things because you, you get to social fabric of how the whole world works, right? So I'll, I'll just... Okay. There, there's some... Okay, but... Overall, I just think that certain things are going uh, too fast in, a, in, in not so nice a, a way and certain values should be 
maintain, and that is my get off the lawn. Okay. You have been very eager to say something. Go ahead. Yeah, mine's really, really poignant. It's loud exhaust. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh, fuck, I love that one. Oh, my God, that's, that's so awesome. God, that's awesome. <laughs> Such an oh my asshole. God. I feel like such an asshole. I was so waiting perfect. for you to come up with this. Nope. Well, it shows we don't plan anything, right? No. You are going to just... No, I hate oh, love oh, exhaust. For the record, I hate it more too now. Yes. Yes. Okay. I love it. God, Josh. You just God, that was gold. Yes. Thank you. You, you know what? You're, you're the, you're the glue. Of, you're the glue of our generation. You are the you're glue, the glue of the generation. Podcast. This that's, is just that's, that's all you have. That's all I got. I, I don't think I have to say anything. No, you don't. You don't. Put have a to. fucking no. muffler on your truck. No, no, no. no. Oh, and it's not even that. Or your Harley. Or your Harley Davidson. Or your, Davidson. That. Or your people, hot hatch. It's the people that put their like the uh, louder exhaust on yes. their Honda Civics. Thank you. I'm, I'm driving on the oh, fucking road. Hey, by the way, your car is still not that fast. It still doesn't handle that well. Go fuck yourself. Uh, yes. Buy a real car. Look, I'm sorry you didn't get enough attention from Dad. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. I just want yes. my, my entire thing to go away, and I'll redo it, and I'll give it to you. Duh, that's that fantastic. I really thought you were going to come up with some kind of... You, you know, some poignant of, sort of... <laughs> some some kind of poignant... No, uh, like no general, I get that, yeah, Travis, yeah, yeah. from a channel from a general... Oh, no, 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 that's perfect. Why didn't we end with that? God damn it. Well, Justin, what do you got? I uh, so my get off my lawn is, are, are people that show up exactly on time for things. Like what it, for me? It's really really hard to uh, appreciate. Uh, like you have a, a hard let's say five p.m. start time for a meeting or a training or oh. something along those lines, and then the person okay. shows up at four fifty nine and then uses the first five minutes that they're there. To set up for things, to get themselves prepared. You know what? No, there was something set up for five o'clock. You get there at five o'clock. We start at five o'clock. I don't want you walking in at four fifty nine so, and then getting yourself all set. You can do what? What? No, no, no. You get there five minutes early. You get your shit ready, and you're ready to go at so five are, o'clock. Are, are you saying that that didn't bother you as it much? It didn't bother me before. Okay. When I was younger, it didn't bother me. It didn't bother me as much. All right. right now, Let's, it bothers me. Can a we lot. do it like next couple of weeks, and I'm going to have a different one that'll be like? Oh yeah, we'll, we'll go. Yes, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know what? My really apologies. Funny. You know what's <laughs> and and to both. Of your points, oh, spot on, <laughs> spot on. You know what? You know what was really funny. I so I started putting stuff in my phone as, as things have been coming up. Yeah, and then uh, we decided not to do the Bruce Davis and Anti Bruce Davis this time. This I have a really good exam- examples oh, for that. Yeah. This, same kind so of we'll, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Where are we Let, at, guys? Let's talk about a weird athlete injury. Mm. One of those just bizarre. Yes. Yeah. There's a plethora of those. I'll mm. I'll start. Um, do you guys remember Adam Eaton at all? He was a center fielder, I think, for maybe the White Sox or the Nationals. Who is it? Adam, Adam Eaton. Eaton. Yeah. Adam Eaton. Yeah, he probably worked for the Eau Claire County Sheriff's Department too. He probably did. <laughs> yeah. Was he a Was he a Devil Ray at any point? Yeah, he probably I'm sure was. He was in the minor league system. At least in the minor system. Point, system. Yeah. Yeah. Sure was drafted <laughs> by him, and yeah. Well, you know he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like any other white-blooded American, the man wanted to open a DVD. 
and how difficult it is is it to open those motherfuckers when they're all taped up with like the wishbone need a razor blade shit? need a right. razor blade well yeah. he went he went with a paring knife smart oh, yeah no. unfortunately he stabbed himself in the abdomen duh opening up a i believe a double box set like oh yeah 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 a box yeah double box a double box not a set of boobs but yeah double boxes yeah and that's I mean, a lot of work stabbing himself in the abdomen okay. with a paring knife trying to open up a dvd mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whoops <laughs> i don't think we own a paring knife at the quella house oh i own box cutters I own box cutters. I own no. You know what? I have a paring knife. I have three of them. I have a set of paring knives. You from know, Chef uh, Justin, we can share this together because Josh doesn't know. But you remember the box cutter episode and Breaking Bad? We oh, sure do. Here we go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a you shame. know what? He, it's a shame. It's a shame that he doesn't understand that. I don't know what you're talking about. I just know that Chris. Move on. All right. Chris and Ritter was in there. Uh my my crazy injury involves Swiss soccer player Paulo Diago. Oh, this. So yeah. this yeah. happened during a game. So it's it, but it was a celebration of a goal. Uh, after recording the assist on that goal, uh, Paulo jumped onto the metal perimeter fence to celebrate his achievement with oh, the fans. No. However, he failed to realize that he was recently married. Uh, the recently married <gasps> Paulo Diago didn't realize his wedding ring got stuck on the fence. One third of his ring finger was ripped off when no he jumped down. Way. And uh, so he was looking for it. The doctors, when he went to the hospital, was unable to reattach the finger and had to amputate it down to the first joint, missing two-thirds of his ring finger. Oh, my God. So there's some insult to injury with this. Okay. We're going to do a, a, a micro-level insult and a macro-level insult. Okay. He got a yellow card because he went to look for the for the finger that got ripped <laughs> off, and it was delaying the game, so the <gasps> official gave him a yellow card. What? Oh, yeah. That's harsh. That's a Joe West kind of call nah, right he there. He got a yellow card. So... Uh, macro level, uh, he played for Service Set uh, Football Club. Um, oh they God. filed for bankruptcy two two months after this, <laughs> and there were uh, reports that say they hadn't been playing or paying their players for about two months prior no to this injury. Way. So he went four months without getting paid and also lost a finger. But wait, he's a soccer player. He's a soccer. Player. Doesn't matter, right? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like a hockey player losing an ear. Right. It's a really matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He lost wow. a Who plays with a wedding ring on an athlete? Shouldn't you at least like tape it up or probably should tape or it you're up. a soccer player like, he, take it off? So you, you know what? I, I I was going back and forth and I can't I can't decide which was worse. Not getting paid for the two months prior and the two months after losing two thirds of your finger, or getting a yellow card for delaying the game while looking for your displaced I think finger. The yellow, I think the yellow card. I watched the video of it, it's disgusting. You can see Ooh. like the bones sticking out. <gasps> There's like it's gross. It's didn't, bad news. Didn't didn't Ronnie Lott Yes. Yeah. He had a finger amputated on the side of like it wasn't off? it wasn't two thirds of the finger though. It was just the tip. Really? <laughs> but yeah. But he lost two thirds. Right? Yeah, wow. yeah. He lost two thirds of his finger. And got oh, a yellow and got a yellow, got a yellow card. For he got a yellow card for, card for going to look for it. That's but, harsh. But he that's, found it, right? Uh they couldn't reattach it. Oh, that's a shame. Because they got ripped off instead of Poor like a Paolo. clean cut. Yeah. And didn't get paid. 
Wow. Travis, do you have an injury? God, this really pales in comparison to both of you. <laughs> Larry Walker, 1997. He was fishing in Canada and separated his shoulder while casting. Yes. I saw that. That's what? Fantastic. Really? I have no yeah. cool story. There's no yellow cards in Canada. But, yeah, he... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking play on. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they don't give yellow cards in Canada. Andrew, like, did he probably keep fishing? Yeah, of course he did. He's he was probably he's, 12 beers in. Yeah. He's Larry Walker and he's Canadian, so of course he did. Yeah. Didn't Larry Walker give the fish to um, uh, my uh, injury last no, year? that was uh, Jeff Helton. Damn it, Helton. That would <laughs> give him so a bag of venison. The venison. Damn it. Yeah. That would have been so awesome if we connected the dots yeah. on that one. Oh, Speaking of connecting the dots, la da da da, connect okay. the dots. I'm, we're gonna move on to the funny death story. Oh Ooh, yes. Okay, yes. I'm I'm gonna start with this one. Justin, do you remember? I think it might have been last episode. You had the cobra that bit the chef. Yes. Uh, that, that they cut the head off, and then like 20 minutes later, it bit him. Bit, yep. bit the chef, and he died. Yep. Right. Now I'm gonna go all the way back to Sigurd the Mighty. Sigurd the Mighty. Another. Hey! Right. He was the, like, Earl of Orkney. He was a Viking who conquered the north of Scotland. He cut the head off of one of his enemies. Goddamn right he did. Because that's what you do when you're a Viking. That's what you do. Right. And then you oh, hang... vicious bastards. Right. Then Isn't you amazing all the pussies in the metro area are Vikings? You know, just the opposite. Is there not... Is there anyone, like... N- more or less Viking-ish than people from Minneapolis. That's so well said. It really is. So Sigurd the Mighty cut the head off of, I believe his name was like Malborg or something. Like, why wouldn't it be? Mm. Um, And then hung his head on a saddle. Ooh. And rode back to Orkney or wherever he was from. On the way, that severed head, the tooth cut his leg. (laughs) It. Look, I... Yes! I... Love it. Did as much research Love as it. I could. Love it. Now, this isn't like like 982, okay? But, you know, how much research is there? But all, the, all the accounts in Orkney, in northern Scotland. My God. The tooth cut, like, nicked his leg. It got infected, and the dude died. Now, think about that dude's mouth. It's probably full of bacteria and Ugh. disgusting. So, of course, a little nick on the leg from a dude's severed That'll head. It. That'll do it. Right. Sure will. So, your cobra, like, bit that dude from beyond the grave. This was... Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's way cooler. That's so cool. Which I never would have mentioned in this because it's so hard to verify. But with the cobra story, like... That's so cool. Yeah. The dude died. What, what year? I, I believe it was, like... 882 or yeah. 982, something like that. Yeah, you got cut back then, let alone the, the, a, let, mm-hmm. let alone a that's human sepsis. too. It's your half. Yeah, that's yeah, sepsis. Your right. sepsis. Can yeah. I go? Yeah. Evil Genius is a uh, documentary on Netflix right now. I'm I'm going like some of my cool deaths is is it. based yeah so is based on the Ohio bank robbery uh Pennsylvania oh Erie Pennsylvania Erie Pennsylvania yep. Brian delivery caper Brian yeah. Douglas Wells yeah uh, died after having a bomb yeah. 
uh, put around yep. his neck during a bank robbery. Yeah. So he yeah. uh, was a part of a plot. He was a co-conspirator of oh, a bank robbery. He was not plot. innocent. Oh no, the he was initial... not in. He was not innocent. However, yeah. however, he was under the impression that this this bomb device that was going to be placed around his neck was, was not, going to be fake. Was yep. not real. He was going to go into a bank and steal two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. What really happened was yep. a collar bomb was placed around his neck. Whoops. And this was in 2003. So mm-hmm. this isn't like 100 years um, ago. This wasn't last week. Oh, no, I remember when I asked. This was a fake. This was supposed yeah. to be a fake collar bomb. He was given some notes to follow essentially a scavenger hunt yep. mm-hmm. to follow some things that he would place the money and then he would get a cut and then be gone. However, he got this collar placed on him. He realized it was real. And then he started pleading with the cop. No, no, no. Even before that, he was like, oh, this is real. He got at gunpoint said, you're going to fucking do this now. The guy apparently shot like a round off at him so that and said, yeah, you need to go do this. So he went and robbed this bank. He was supposed to get $250,000. He got eight grand and changed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ended up getting into his car. Didn't I sold my phone for that. Didn't, didn't get back. Didn't get to the next spot of the checklist oh, before yeah. he was stopped by police. He sat in the middle of the road and said, I've got this bomb on me. It's real. You need to get this off. So... Because it's 2003, news media in the area was filming this live on oh, yeah, broadcast yeah. television. And they just so happened to have a an error in the live broadcast when the bomb went off. Yeah. But they still had video of it. And on this Netflix series, you see the bomb yep. going off. All of a sudden, you hear the deep beep. And it, it beep, was beep, like beep, a beep, 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 beep. It was a beep every once in a while. And then it got really fast. Mm-hmm. And then the well. bomb went off and he died. But they tricked this back to like his co-worker oh, yeah. uh, that yeah. was a delivery for this pizza service right. uh, killed himself or overdosed. We don't really, There was a body in a freezer. And essentially two people went to prison for 45 years plus over this mastermind of what was supposed to be a one quarter million dollar bank heist that was actually only eight thousand dollars that nobody ever ever you know and and just think even a quarter million with two it's like my right god you're not it's white trash yes much less than what aaron's missing otas yeah it really was Uh, but yeah, it was it was supposed to be a four person heist, and then one person got overdosed, and one person got blown up. So this two hundred fifty thousand dollars was supposed to go to two people, <laughs> never nope. got there. And and so well, the the understanding of the device was even if he would have done all of the things and tried to detach it, it was still to blown up. Yeah. So yeah, but I remember at the time the initial news and because of how they do shit, was this was 100% an innocent victim. And yeah. It took a while for the, mm-hmm. the story to, to develop into it. It well, really was. Nope, he was actually. A, but yeah. the great thing was he thought that this was going to be a fake bomb and he was going to get his cut of it. And uh-uh, no, 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 you're getting your head blown up. 
Yeah. And it wasn't like a, Didn't it? a blow up the head. So the best <laughs> So the best part of this is this wasn't like an explosive that destroyed his head. It was one of those no, things it, that like it went into his chest, chest. it went into his neck. Yes. Yeah. It, he bled to death and then so to preserve the evidence of it, they decapitated him at autopsy. Oh, oh, and, and that was like the family was bonkers. Like, what the fuck? Like no 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 no, no. your your guy was complicit to a bank robbery. But yeah. even if he wasn't, yeah. they cut his head oh, off. Yeah. Come on, no it, it shit. Was surg- it was surgically removed. It wasn't maybe like they maybe went maybe with you a need to see an autopsy to know what really happened right. to you. Oh, oh, Trevor, there's not a smooth one. A bicyclist crossing an airport runway in. Uh, wait wait wait. Say yeah. that again. Brazil, 1997. Oh God. A bicyclist crossed an airport runaway in Sorocaba. <laughs> it's near Sao Paulo, which is like the entire nation of uh, Brazil, right? Okay. He was killed when he was hit by a landing airport airplane. Now, that can happen, but here is my favorite part of it. He couldn't hear the twin-engine airplane because he was listening to a Walkman. Now, investigators oh, no. concluded the report by saying... The propeller and the right wing of the airplane were damaged. <laughs> the propeller? Yep. Was oh, damaged. gross. Yeah. My favorite part is you can see it. God oh, knows gross. why he was there or whatever. So, yeah, he, you know, it, gross. It, was, it was icky, right? But just the why you had to note that the propeller was damaged. You know what that's like? You remember that great scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark? I don't watch stuff like that. I only... What? I'm, I'm educational stuff, Josh. Documentaries, mostly. you never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? Would Indian never watch it in a million years. And that goes for Star Trek. That goes oh, it's for... Raiders Wait, of the Star Lost Trek? Oh, Raiders of the Lost... Star Wars, though, right? Star no, Wars, Star Trek. None of them. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark. When Junk, the, he's garbage. Fighting. Oh, my God. You're so delusional. Yeah, but Phil Mickelson's great. Anyway. Hey. What we got? Purple Rain. I bet he was listening to some Prince. Speaking of the Twin Cities Metro God. Pond. Can we talk about some dumb and arrogant athlete calls? I got a call. Yes. Okay. Um, who wants to start? I'll start. Okay. What do you got? Dumb or arrogant? I've, I'll start with dumb. Scotty Pippen. God, everything he no said was going dumb. On this. Yeah, Dude, do we even, do you even have to say anything? Idiot. No, I probably don't. God, he's an idiot. I probably Just don't say Scotty Pippen and pass. Scotty Pippen pass. No, <laughs> uh, he's one of the best. Uh, this is talking about Tim Duncan. He's one of the best power forwards of all time. I take my hands off to him. Yeah. I take my hands off to him. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen, you're... I, you know what? Very the best part about The Last Dance was they exposed... Exposed him! Yes. Is the yeah. moron that I think a lot of people Guess who hasn't was. watched The Last Dance yet? Justin? Yeah, I haven't. Jesus. Is that, that, uh, is that equivalent of not watching Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad? Yeah, it is, actually. Should I go home and watch that tonight? Could you? I'll but report that's really, next that's, It surprises me you haven't. See what happens it's is extremely I, well done. So there's mm-hmm. a, there's a list of things that I watch, and then I I think okay I will watch uh, the Last Dance now, and then something else comes up. The yeah, Last I, Dance I, no, is I hear so good, I, and I'm not gonna throw shade on you because I'm not gonna watch Breaking Bad. But if you want to like throw get, shade, there's a millennial comic. 
I'm pretty sure it's millennial. It's Maybe not. Millennial. I'm a. I'm a. Uh, 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 what What did I say? I was. Uh, <laughs> You're like a geriatric. Geriatric millennial. Yes, I'm a geriatric oh. millennial. I'll anyway, I'll that. do my uh, dumb athlete quote. This is from a some kind of soccer announcer, David Eckfield. Eck. Yes. Eckfield. Yes. His quote: "Strangely, in slow motion replay, the ball seemed to hang in the air for even longer." Oh, sweet baby Jesus! Beautiful. Oh yeah! Well, God, you fucking. And moron. you think you know what he's trying to say, right? <laughs> you know exactly uh, what he's trying to say, but. <laughs> yeah, Cardale Jones. Oh, oh, Ohio State. Why should we have to go to class if we came here to play football? We ain't come to play school. Classes are pointless. Cardale Jones. We ain't come here to play school. Does that not just sum up Ohio State? And that's an Urban Meyer guy, isn't he? Well, was he Trush? Trushel? Trush, he was Jim Trushel. No, no, no. No, he was Urban Meyer. Meyer. He's, yeah, he's Urban Meyer. Meyer. How the fuck have we not talked about Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow, by the way? Uh, Tim, can we I just save have it? A pic- we we got to save it. Need- uh, can Let's I show you a picture of it real yeah. quick? There's really something really funny oh, there. How did we do that? I don't know how we didn't do that. Oh, my God. Hold on. What? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I know. That's next one. We'll do it next oh. time. Can I, okay, can I do my arrogance? Because we can't. I mean, you want to talk about fireworks. I, I think talking about Tebow might create them. Although I think we might be on the same page. Look, look, yeah. I'm just going to say this quick. Somebody on ESPN was ranting about how Jacksonville had created a quarterback controversy by signing Tim Tebow. Who is the moron? I, I mean, don't that... remember. I wish I remember my... So stupid. Mm, anyway. And let's save it. Because I, I think I, we'd lead with it next time, actually. Yes. Yeah. Justin, go ahead with your arrogant athlete. Bodie Miller. Oh, the yeah, skier. God. For me, the ideal Olympics would be to go in with all that pressure, all the attention, and have performances that are literally tear-jerking, oh, that make people yeah. put their heads down because they're embarrassed at how emotional they're getting, that make people want to, uh, want to try sports, Talk to their kids. Call their fucking ex-wives and come away with no medals. I think that would be fucking epic. What would be the perfect thing? Can you see that? That would be the perfect Can you see thing. that Cockwallaber in some Colorado ski lodge? Oh, just yes. with a around you know, a whole bunch of groupies, you know, everything he says is great and just being this other prick. That Olympic Games, Bodie Miller finished tenth in his main oh, event. So I'm just saying I'm yeah. just saying. Bastard. Arrogant quote, Travis. It's not arrogant. But it's Muhammad Ali, so it's interesting. Oh. Mm. Grass grows, birds fly, waves pound the sand. I beat people up, Muhammad Ali. Goddamn right. Okay, he beats people up. Okay, Fuck. yeah, he does. You know what? I love it. That guy backed it up. I love it. Absolutely. Muhammad Ali. I mean, I love so, it. So, so. You know, it's the it's the opposite of me that likes athletes running their mouth like that. But I he was it. so unique, so different. But I have a and, hard time having a hard time the, with Muhammad these, Ali. Yeah. The, the, and and oh, by the way, boxing in and of itself doesn't that sport just lend to that type yes. of behavior well, absolutely. and whatnot? Right. That continued that continued yep. on with Don King and now with MMA. Um, yeah, They're, that that's kind of part of the deal, so right? So, yep. and I'm no Muhammad Ali scholar, 
But my my impression of him was okay when he when he had a mic in his face he was going to give you a sound bite. Yes. When he was away from the mic or doing his thing with kids or whatever, I think that then he was a man of the people kind of guy. I think he was. I think he was a marketing uh, guy that was a little before his time. But they also recognized. I mean, listen, how much has that really changed in fifty or sixty years? These pre-MMA, pre-boxing, it is hype. It is, well, right. now it's pay-per-view, but it's like we need them. eyes We need eyes on this screen. And if we have somebody like Muhammad Ali saying just shit, yeah. it sells, right? Yep. I mean, it's not It's not a... Yes. Yeah. All right. Hold on. I'm going to take a little bit of a break here, and we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. All right. We are back. Um, I've got my arrogant athlete quoted. I'm going right back to the Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yes. I love Zlatan. Them, right? I love Zlatan. It is endless. Endless. Right. Zlatan was asked about a present, an engagement present that he got for his fiance. Hmm. His response was, what do you mean present? She got Zlatan. Oh, this guy's amazing. I, I love this guy. I mean, I hate him, but I love him. Well, so, I think, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, I love yeah. Zlatan. Good for you, Zlatan. Can we do a no shit and no shit? Yeah. So, Travis, you want to talk about no shit, no Two shit? Two kinds of no shits. One is the sarcastic one. Yeah. No shit. And the other is, no shit, really. That's kind of the, the, the odd fact or whatever. So I can lead off if you want. Which one do you want to start with? I'm going to go with the sarcastic no shit. The odds where you see for investment, uh, you know, the Merrill Lynch, the whatevers. Mm. You could lose all or some of your investment. <laughs> yeah, speak no for yourself, right? No shit. No shit. <laughs> Justin? Uh, when people uh, say uh, when the electronics that they're work- are looking at or trying to turn on, they don't work. Huh. Looks like you got to plug it in before it turns on. <laughs> no <shit>. Assholes. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Um, whoops. I don't have one of those. Let's go to the... Uh, well, but actually, no shit. No shit. No shit. No shit. There are 10 quintillion insects alive on the planet in any one time. If you're wondering, that's 19 zeros. I want to make balls. a point here. If I said one quintillion, if I said 100 quintillion, or I said whatever, everybody's going to be... Whatever. Because nobody fucking knows. There is no one that is within five quintillion of that accurate number. Remember, who who was the athlete that talked about the dinosaurs and you ain't never seen the dinosaurs? Carl Everett. Carl Everett. Yeah. So really, at the end of the day, there are people that got together. And 10 is an accident. Nobody's saying 9.5 quintillion or 11.8 quintillion. Oh, no, there's 10 fucking quintillion insects alive on the planet that is the broadest craziest fucking guess ever but it's also pretty amazing Mm -hmm. 19 zeros that's a lot of insects right right i think carl everett's on to something i think we ought to research all this because who has who's photographed a dinosaur 60 million years ago they didn't have cameras right fucking carl everett he (laughs) carl everett is he's right (laughs) we should look into that peggy lamone Hmm. She is a senior scientist at the National Center uh, for Atmospheric Research. Oh, yes. She did the Love math. Yeah, she did the math for uh, mental floss in 2013. 
According to Lamone, an average cumulus cloud, the fluffy ones that you typically see on a sunny day, has a water density of a half a gram per cubic meter and a volume of one billion cubic meters. So what does that mean? Nobody gives a shit what what that that means. means. That means when you calculate the cloud's total water content, you end up with 500 million grams of water or approximately 1.1 million pounds. That means the average cumulus cloud floating through the atmosphere weighs 1.1 million pounds. That is nuts. But it's floating. But it's floating because it's in so far in the atmosphere in the jet stream that is so dispersed. So dispersed. It's amazing. 1.1 million pounds. Wow, that is kind of mind-boggling. Like slightly heavier than your mom. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was All right, pretty good. good work. Damn it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know how to follow that. Um, I'm going to talk about a guy named Francis Deuce. <laughs> you got to follow it with the deuce. Yeah. Well done. Well. <laughs> Mr. Deuce was uh, born in the 1700s. Mm-hmm. He was a wealthy English guy who collected a whole lot of things. He was one of those guys that just collected stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a lot order. of books, prints, drawings, coins, artifacts. But he also collected things on death, demonology, and mm. witchcraft. Ooh. Hmm, interesting, right? He briefly worked at the British Museum, which is where people like that often, often work. Yeah. When he died in 1834, he left most of his collection to some library. And it was the, like, biggest gift that they ever got. Like, this huge collection. But he took a box, one single box, sealed it up, and said, this is for the British Museum. (laughs) But, but, he said, you cannot open this for 66 years. Ooh, 66. 66, after my death. Now, keep in mind, this is a guy who studied demonology Ooh, okay six inside the box uh-huh. right so mm-hmm. what's inside that box so they actually honored his good. good for them yeah good for him or good for them so 66 years later they open it up now let me find what they found hold on um hold on give me one second here so, 66 years after his death, they opened it up. They found a box of trash and a note that says, it would be a waste to leave anything of great value to the Philistines at the British Museum. That is so good. Oh. That motherfucker trolled the British Museum Love it. from beyond the grave. Love it. And you know that their thing, Fan their thing started test. about five years before the opening as far as marketing it or talking about it's holy shit, we're down to 60. Oh, that How is so good. Right. Good for Francis. You remember when Geraldo Rivera opened up Al Capone's ball? Mm, I remember right. it because I watched it live. Yep. It was, and there was like a bunch of nothing. There was a couple empty wine bottles. Uh-huh. But that was the... That is so he cool. planned it beyond his death. Like, fuck you guys. Good for him. Yeah, there's your no shit. Um, Justin, do you want to talk about a douche of the week? Oh, do I ever. <laughs> so, you want to wait till Travis gets back? 
Oh, okay. My douche of the week. Okay. I'm fairly certain that this subject has been brought up in Douche of the Week before. Okay. But I really enjoy bringing it up because everything that he does is uh, or smells of Summer's Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Summer's Eve. Feminine douche. It is a feminine product, clean vaginas. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron James. Uh, here we go. Or possibly what he should be called this week and of most weeks, LaFlop James. Oh. LeBron James continues to be the biggest pussy athlete in the history oh. of, of athletes. Fuck he yes. is a top five NBA player of all time, but you would think that he's a 12-year-old pre Teen basketball player on a middle school basketball court because he is the biggest pussy idiot in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Yep. Of that, so there was a. Uh, are, are the Lakers still in the playoffs? I'm yes. not quite sure. They're like one they one like, against the Suns. They, yeah. So they he sort of got backward. You know, back into they're the, the playoffs. most favored seventh seed in the history of Fuck. sports. So he missed a free throw. Oh. In the fourth fourth quarter against the Suns. You would have thought he was at Normandy. James was flying through the air when he got tangled up with Phoenix's Chris Paul on the rebound. Uh, Even the Sporting (sighs) News called this. James took a hard-looking fall after Paul's foul that led to a scuffle between the two teams because, oh, how should you ever hurt LeBron James in this? When you look back at the video, it was... Um, bullshit. I've watched several times. So you see arms getting tangled, and it maybe looks like LeBron initiates the contact. LeBron James is nine inches taller than uh, Paul and outweighs him by 75 pounds. <laughs> but you, breakfast. Yeah, but you would expect that LeBron James just got hit by a semi. Twitter oh, reacted. God. A Josh Crock Humphreys says, quote, LeBron is 6'8", 250 pounds, and I swear every time he falls down, you think he's 150 pounds. I see why LeBron, or why people say LeFlop is actually pathetic. Um, Mark Lake says, softest motherfucker on earth. He did win an Academy Award, though, and currently going, uh, or doing the same thing again. LeFlop. He puts a photograph of the uh, New York Mets player, and I can't think of his name, that got hit in the face with a 94-mile-an-hour fastball. Uh, like, square in the nose, broke a whole bunch of bones in his face. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's oh, like God. JP or LP is his initials. I can't think of it. Yeah, I'll find it. But uh, So he spent 36 seconds on the ground after getting hit with a 94-mile-an-hour fastball yeah. in the face. Uh, LeBron James uh, spent 80 seconds on the ground after getting poked in the face. Kevin Millar. Kevin Millar. Ah, Kevin yeah. Pillar. Pillar, yes. Kevin Pillar. Uh, KP, not LP. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Pillar got uh, hit in the face with a 94-mile-an-hour fastball. Broke bones. Stood up. 36 seconds on the ground. LeBron James got scratched in the face. Uh, no injuries, nothing. Spent 80 seconds riling on the ground. Oh, LeBron James is the ju- most pathetic player in the NBA. 
Uh, you can't call him one of the best because oh. you would never see Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, no, Magic Charles Johnson, Barkley, Magic Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, however much we hate him, Kobe Bryant. Never. You wouldn't never. even see like the halfways, like Anthony Hardaway or uh, Larry Allen or uh, uh, Ray Allen. Yeah. Or any of uh, Glenn Robinson. You'd never see any of those middle of the line NBA Rex players. fucking Chapman Rex has hey, Chapman. Rex Chapman. Rex I walk, Chapman. I listened to him on Dan awesome. Patrick. What yes. an interesting story. That, a lot of respect for Rex Chapman, by the way. Yeah. After LeBron James will. Can I have these, by the way? Currently and forever. Oh. And I, I have so, we have we changed the name to the LeBron. No, it's the Dave Bliss and the, and the, uh, the Larry Nance guy, Larry. No, it's Dave Bliss, Douche Hall of Fame. Larry you know what? Lawrence I'm gonna God I, damn. hold on. Can I? I'm going to make a motion to put LeBron James in the Douche Hall of Fame, knowing that He's he hasn't not there. No, no, knowing that he hasn't done anything uh, to the significance of some of those people, no. but his continual douchiness, First being ballot. being a gigantic douchebag. And being considered one of the best to ever play the NBA, I Which would is nominate. Which a shame because he could be. He could be absolutely, but he will never be considered because he's a flopping little pussy bag. Yeah. I nominate uh, LeBron James for the Dave List Douche Hall of Fame. Second. Kind All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed? Purple Rain. Do you have an opinion? Nope. Okay. Uh, LeBron James enters the Dave Blue Dave Bliss Douche Hall of Fame with. Let me run down the list. Yeah. Alex Rodriguez, Manny Machado, Grayson Allen, Lance Armstrong, All Pete Rose, people. Aubrey Huff, mm. Dave Bliss, Bliss, Kellen Winslow Jr., John Rocker, Ray Carruth, Bill Romanowski, and Lawrence Levy, Levy. the Marlins oh, man. Fucking Lawrence. I still think Lawrence Levy is evil. I mean, you talk about Gerbals and Himmler and shit, but Lawrence Levy. He's an evil man. You know, I don't think Himmler ever upset as many people as... No, hell no, he hasn't. You know what's kind of interesting? What? Aaron Hernandez isn't a part of that list yet. We'll get there. Who? Aaron Hernandez. Oh, yeah. Double murder. Uh, Travis, do you have a douche of the week? I'm going to do something very interesting here and on plan. Ooh, I'm really looking forward to it. Well, it's going to be disappointing in the short term. I um, I was going to go Aaron Rodgers again. And I want to... Put that on hold. I have a lot to say about Aaron Rodgers, and I put a lot together. But I think if we take the two-week whatever break, that I think we need to have not a a, a one person call him a douche. I think we need to have him as a as a topic. Yes. And so I I will, I will respectfully oh, okay. um, pass on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like because that I think there there's so much to. What Aaron oh. has done and is doing, and God knows what's going to happen in the next two weeks or three weeks, depending on where we get on. We can all kind of put our overall thoughts together mm-hmm. because this is a, you know, this is three brews in. It's baseball, but listen, it, it's it, it's more than just baseball, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers, and I think what is happening now is truly one of the bigger Wisconsin sports stories in the last twenty or whatever years. It's, and it's, it's clearly I, I have very strong feelings about Aaron. I think we all do. It, but I, but I but I think it, I think we approach it the way that we 
we kind of did with the, the Larusa thing. Only where it's probably going to be more heartfelt. So Travis, I, does do this does this surpass the drama and well, the Brett intrigue Favre. of Brett Favre? Big time, well, and 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 that's a huge part of it. And I truly don't want to go down this road okay. because once we go down this road, we won't stop. We won't stop. Yeah. But okay, I, will just, I get you. Yep. Yeah, I will good. say because it's my topic. I'll say only one thing. We'll call it quits. The hypocrisy hmm. is unbelievable. Okay, case closed. We'll talk about Okay, fair enough. Okay, here we go. Okay. I'm going to move on. I'm going to do my douche of the week. Douche. Okay. So how long have we suffered through a pandemic? Uh, 18 months? year. And, I don't know. It's yeah. been like... What's it seem like or how long it has seems, it been? It seems like two years. It's been like one year and two months. Yeah. So well, finally fans get to go back to stadiums, right? Yes. How great is that? You're a fan. You get to go Perfect. back to a stadium. Right. Right. So, your once you finally get to go back to a game, how right. great is that? I mean, you're finally Neat. there. Got, yeah, awesome. What if you're an NBA fan? What do you do then to see an NBA playoff game? Well, if you're a, a fan at uh, the Knicks game, then you spit on Trey Young. Then Are you talking about their little mini riot that they had either yep. last night or the night before? Yep. Then Son you, of a bitch, those bastards. Then you dump popcorn on Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. So that is what you do when you finally get yep. to come But that back. fan got permanently barred from Oh, oh so mm-hmm. threatening. Bullshit. You dump popcorn on a guy who's walking out of a stadium on injury, who rolled his ankle, and you dump popcorn that, on him. That's Philadelphia-ish. But all, all I'll say is this about this, Josh. Obviously, New York does have that reputation, as does Philadelphia. But really, was it 100 people or just one asshole? And it, I, I don't know if they It, of course, that. was. Uh, of course. Yeah. But there was two incidents, and they yep. both happened at NBA games. Oh, yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. How many people have gotten spit on it at MLB games? Mm-hmm. No one. It doesn't happen. Uh, hold on. Carry the two. Nah, no. No. Mm-hmm. Zero. Except, except if you're talking about uh, 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 Hernandez and uh, Seinfeld. I don't know what that you That was so good. The grassy knoll. Yes. Yeah, they had oh. Keith Hernandez. Oh, Keith oh, Hernandez. Right, Keith Hernandez. Right. And then yes. they recreated the grass. Yeah. yeah. So my douche of the week is NBA fans. You finally get back into yeah. an arena, and that's your response? I was listening to dumb popcorn and spit on people? I was listening to Dan Patrick talking good about God. that, and they were, they were really mocking outside of Madison Square Garden that uh, they were celebrating what seemed like a, a championship when it was a win against the Hawks. But Jesus Christ. Can we go uh, into the offense is bad to the point where I almost can't watch? By all means, let's go back to a little Brewer talk. Yeah. A little Brewer talk. I'm going to throw out some statistics that were put out there by Adam McKelvey about six hours ago. Okay. Brewers starters through 50 games this season. Okay. They have a 1.00 whip, which ranks second in the National League. They have a .192 average against, which ranks second in the National League. Hmm. Their uh, strikeout rate is 28.5%, which ranks third in the National League. They have an F war, 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 whatever, uh, rate of 5.7, which ranks third in the National League. Their ERA, 3.16, which ranks fifth. In the National League. So the pitch is good. Uh, for their starters, 
six hours ago, which would have been prior. No, it would have been after today's game. Yep. They are 15 and 19. See, that's why it's so goddamn frustrating to watch this team. Last night's game, last night, the only run they got was Eric Lauer. Their pitcher hit a home run. Hit a home run. Their pitcher La- hit a home run. Lauer and Hauser have three home runs combined. Which is more than Yelich and uh, Hira combined. I, I need to make a uh, uh, clarification. The 15 and 19 are the Brewers' starters record. Yeah. It's not the Brewers' yeah. record. It's the Brewers' starters' record. They have a four-game below 500 record with a top five in all major categories of pitching record. They are squandering the best starting pitching this team has ever had. Woodruff doesn't have a winning record, right? Absolutely. Nor does Burns. He's like two and four. I don't under. Yeah, I don't know what they're. The Brewers are 20, 25 and twenty five. They've their oh. pitching staff is a top five in the National League. Yeah. Oh, I, I think they're well even better than that. I their would offense agree. is brutal. Like it's to the point where we've talked about this. I can't watch the games. No, no. I will watch an office episode for the thirty seventh time before I watch a live game. We love baseball. I yes. love baseball, but it is hard. So today's game was a good offensive output. I want so uh, I because I got not only not only on the numbers, but they were squaring up balls. But. Right. So I I was watching the game for a little while, and the Brewers were up. And then uh, the the Padres came back and tied, so I decided not to watch. Was anymore. it was that when it went five five? No, it was earlier than that. Earlier than that, because yep. I didn't see anything until the sixth inning. Yeah, so it was earlier than that. Yeah. And then the Padres tied, so I turned it off. I turned it back on, and the Brewers were winning again. So I said, oh, "Okay, let's watch." And then the uh, uh, Padres tied it up in the sixth inning to go five five. Nope, that or was the four. eighth inning. That was the eighth inning. Yeah, so it was earlier Williams. than that. So it must have been three three then. It was. The yeah. Padres tied it up again. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I got to turn it off. I it turned it back on. Was home run in the yeah. there. So then I turned it back yeah. on and it was 5 3. Like, oh, okay. I'll, I'll watch this again. And then the Padres tied it back up. So I was like, oh, fuck. I can't watch it. I can't watch it. Both, a, and I'm like, uh, a superstitial standpoint here. And from uh, their offense, blows. Yeah. Travis. There's so much to this, so I'm going to pick just one little thing. I think it's a positive, and God knows if it's just an outlier and it goes away, but watching the game today, 10th inning, runner on second, nobody out, Hira sacrifice bunted. Now, there's two things to this. Right. Now, I, I get... You could look at this one way and say oh, that here bunted because he because he can't kept, you know he can't he can't hit anything can't do it. right. Yeah. I loved it. All right, but in the old days, well, the old days like maybe the day before, it's just you know, council has played a certain way, and despite a lot of screaming and yelling from good baseball people, mm-hmm. are like, there's a time you got to play small ball. Yeah. There's a time you got to move that guy right. Right. Two things that were positive. Keston Hira, who was one for his return, I think it's yeah. 11 or 12 plate oh. appearances. He had the, you know, he's, it's been a real struggle. But he put down a fastball, a perfect bunt to the point where he was half a step away from an infield hit. Perfect sacrifice. Mm-hmm. A, 
really hard to do when you're struggling. It's hard to play good defense when you're struggling. He did it. The second part was that Council was just sacrificing to begin with. Yeah. Because I think Craig a couple days ago or whatever would have just, you go up and swing. I know yeah. he's cussing here and he's struggling, but, but the, so they bunted. Mm-hmm. The crowd, even though one third full, because it's, you know, yep. it's Thursday, erupted. Yeah. So, so Schroeder says, I think there's some words to the effect of, I think there's a message being sent to the Brewers dugout right now. They erupted over a sacrifice bunt. Right. And they were telling, thank you, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you. Yes. Now, I understand that the next batter flew out and it wasn't the sacrifice and it was Bradley that hit but. the whatever. But it was kind of, Craig, you know more baseball than any of us will ever know. But there are other managers and other professionals that are like, no, there is a time for small ball. Yeah. And maybe your team isn't geared for the whatever. Right. Move every play that. And, and, and so I thought that was a really positive. And, and the question I think becomes, was there, is there potentially, maybe I'm just reading, you know, maybe this is silly, mm-hmm. but was there a conversation with Stern and Council or some others that say, Maybe with the lineup we have, we're going to kind of fundamentally approach things different. Because it's not working the it's way it is. It's not working. Yep. What, what's the defini- definition of insanity? Trying Keep the same thing the same and expect thing different and results. Yeah, right. And it's like, okay, so in this game, I completely understand that in theory, Bradley's hit was a double off the wall, and yep. the guy from second scores anyway. Maybe. Okay, maybe, but 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 you don't know that for sure because everything changes. But doesn't with that, a guy on with but, a guy on third versus but doesn't the that pitchers change are different. The pitchers approach it changes the approach. The whole thing is different. Mm-hmm. So you move him over. So your first goal with a runner at third and one out is one of two things. Now the outfield is way in. Yeah. Okay. So any realistic ball to the outfield, you know, you got to run the guy unless he's the slowest guy on earth. Yep. The other thing. Is the is the ground ball where you're just going to force them to make a good play? If they make a good play, you're out. Fine. You're, if it's yeah. not perfect, but you got to almost run on contact. Yep. Depending. Well, and that happened and, the night before too when Hira got thrown off the plate. It was plates. perfect, and that happens once in a while. And and just like and just like you cannot, you know, with Hosmer being thrown out at the plate, you cannot dispute for one minute mm-hmm. the decision to to run Hosmer because it took two really good throws. Oh, you yeah. won. Right. You it beat took, us in this play. Yeah. It took but, re- two really good, perfect throws to get him out yeah. by a You are in probably foot. the 75, 80-plus percentile that Hosmer's going to score. Yeah. You run him all day long. And that's why I love that. And, you know, the, yeah, so, I, I thought it was neat. Yeah, it just, I don't know. I, I, I almost feel there's a place for a team to, like, play that small ball. Where like look, you're giving up the entire left side. You can have a hybrid, right? I, you can like bunt it down. I, I, oh, so I so know. so what? So what is the whole league is doing this versus what are the breweries doing wrong? I don't know because because well, I'm not watching enough and not smart enough to know it. But when you, God, where are we in a day where you have literally open one side of the field? Yep. To to the players and. You know, they don't have any fear because they're swinging normally. They're not willing to try for a single. Right. Versus, mm-hmm. yeah, I, but, I don't know. And, and their team is clearly not good at that. 
They're not good at that launch angle, like taking walks and launching one over the the field. That's not working. Can we just go back to like I don't think you have the team for it. And here and and here's the really painful, icky reality of where we are at, Mm -hmm. despite coming off a win and a split against God, maybe one of the two best teams in baseball. Yes. They really are very good. We're like five and two against them. Yeah. Yep. Kane, Yelich, Shaw, Hira, and on and on. It's like Boy, these are not... They're not performing. They are not performing. And, you know, Bradley, of course, came up big, but that's not... you know. But he's still hitting like 170. (laughs) You know, and it's like, when you have this team, are there things where you need to hit and run and Mm -hmm. do certain... I don't know. It doesn't doesn't make a turd better, or I shouldn't say it. It doesn't make you a World Series champion... But but but, but does, you've it got get, to does, adjust. It, does it give you a chance to win more games with the pitching mm-hmm. staff that you have? Right. Can you Play average can you average three point one runs instead of one point eight or whatever the fuck if you that is? Push I don't know. three runs across, mm-hmm. you're gonna win with that pitching staff. And you're you win. are pressuring the, the defenses right. more and whatnot. Yep, absolutely. I yeah. Okay. I gotcha. All right. I think we're that's what she said. Justin, do you want to get off your phone and talk about that's what she said and sure what do. it actually is? That's what she said. If you are a fan of The Office, if you are a fan of Michael Scott's humor, you know that Michael Scott is a juvenile, and when things are of sexual innuendo, Michael Scott says, that's what she says. Right. So we bring this to the world of sport. And bring up Michael Scott in That's What She Said. Yep. So when we hear things in sports, we want to yell, that's what she said. This is what we have. I'll start. I heard this I heard this during a, right before a baseball game. You're going to see a lot of balls getting pulled tonight. God damn oh, right. Yeah. That's what she so said. Good. <laughs> we, yeah, that's excellent. And the one I have, you've heard it a million times and you didn't give it too much of a thought. Usually, almost always football. Sometimes you just have to pound it in there. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, mine comes in the world of baseball and it has to do with a pitcher. I don't think he meant to put it in there, but he could surprise you by keeping it there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, He's God. calling his phone, by the way. Yeah, Justin. of course he is on his phone. Justin. Who are you talking you to, Justin? Like a pizza, dude? I, I got to figure out something to Why are you looking at pizza? Where, where, are you going to have it I'm gonna have here? It, no, I'm going to have it delivered to my house by the time I get there. So where's, like, Steph now? Is she there? Or? At her house. Anyway, why don't we do a Gruber? Gruber! McGruber! No, it's You're your best explaining that. Uh, David Gruber is, oh. a, is a lawyer in Milwaukee. He's getting so much he worse. He is no. a narrow-ass little narrow-ass. bitch. Oh, twerp. Okay. Twerp. Um, that uh, all of his, he's got advertisements, and some of them are more intricate than other, but they all end with one call, that's all. Oh. To the point where yeah. even in the bullpen, the Milwaukee Brewers yes. bullpen, in yep. the back yep. uh, area where the pitchers throw from, there is a one call, that's all si- uh, like sign. It's terrible. This Gruberism is something that we would rather endure 
than listen to David Gruber say one call. That's all. Right. Uh, I'll start. Or Travis. Josh. Travis. I'll, I'll, I'd rather be the janitor at a triple X cinema. Yeah, solid. Yeah. I want to mop up the spooge all yeah. over that stuff yeah. and listen to that. Well, um, I would rather get caught masturbating to Joy Behar. <laughs> oh, my God. By my wife. <laughs> I just have the both ears connected, and that just is yeah, how much yeah, different, making yeah. me throw up. <laughs> Justin? I'd rather live in an apartment complex in a second floor above the George... Floyd Memorial <laughs> intersection, then listen to one call. That's all. He's oh, fine. Oh, wow. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah, you're not sleeping there. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> did you see the did you see the TV interview of the guy that was doing like the one year thing and there was a drive by right behind him? Oh, yeah. A person got killed right behind him. That's, oh. And you can hear like 13 gunshots. <laughs> Beautiful. Wow. Uh, All right. What do we got, Charles? We gotta rate the beer. Uh I'll start. With, this well, is the what are we talking the about? Lemon, this is the Lemon Haze IPA. From Lenny's. Travis. Single. I've had it before. It would taste it better in better weather. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. Single. Josh. Uh, this is a two-run home run for me. Oh, for God's sakes, really? This yep. beer is great. I love this beer. Okay. This is a combination of uh, the, confident. The, the Shandy and the IPA. This is top notch. Justin, so, you did well on this one. So uh, that's uh-huh. funny. That's funny because I typed out at the very beginning of this episode to run a uh, two run home run. Did you? And when I told you to remind me of the summer Shandy thing, yeah. this replaces my summer Shandy drink. Like when I sit out on the patio and it's warm out and I want to drink a beer. Yep. This replaces summer shanty. There is so much more substance. If I'm at some point cutting the grass. And the alcohol isn't that much greater either. No, it's 1% greater. This is an IPA, which I'm putting in quotes. This is not taking like an IPA. So I looked this up before and I gotta I gotta find it again because um you know this is important to to have. And I'm gonna look. But uh, so without the numbers right in front of me, the summer shandy. This was a four point nine. The summer shandy is like a three point nine. It's like it's slightly below what you would expect a typical beer or like yeah. full body beer would be. Uh, so this is a full percent crater. I really like this because it's as refreshing. The lemon in the there lemon is is everything. something else that is really good. Yep, really good. I am a huge fan of this, and this might be, be uh, this might become my summer go-to beer. Yes, instead I of completely summer agree. I like this a lot. Yep. All right, I think we're done, guys. You have anything else you want to add? Next week we're going to talk about Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. So can I say with confidence that this episode is not going to get lost and will be submitted <laughs> within the next twelve hours? I don't like that. He doesn't like a timetable. 
No, it will get submitted when right. I wake up in the morning. All right, Justin, you want to end with our uh, theme song? Ah, uh, let's let's. Oh man, now you put me on the hook. Sorry, no. We'll just pause here and we'll. Uh... All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night.